right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. Tornado Tag Podcast episode. A lot. 139. (laughs) I had to go peek a little bit. Uh, We have a lot going on to unpack today. We have the history of the Hardy Boys. We're going to talk Royal Rumble. We're going to talk a little bit of current events, but that's all going to be towards the end of the show. We're going to kick it off right away with our guest. The, I, I want to do it like Carolina Jim because how I want, yeah, there's another dog in wrestling and the way he says dog. I love oh, I, I can't. Like, Mad yeah. Oh, <laughs> What's going on, my guy? So that's actually a good a good startup question. You might not have gotten before. Do you have a, a favorite ring announcer that have, has introduced you in a way that you liked the most? They introduced me. Um, yes. Wow. Uh, I gotta go with RJ at UW. Okay. Like, he bring he brings like a lot of. I don't know, it's the way he says my name, really, that's the whole, I think the thing is really cool. You got to step your game up, Paul Ball. He's coming for you. That's oh, right. no, no, no. Paul, Paul is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul is definitely awesome. But... <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, but, yeah, so a lot of people who are uh, going to be tuning in or who watch us at Tornado Tag are going to notice you uh, from our end, from PPW. That's one of your companies you stay at. What are some other places and promotions you do work at? Uh, uh, let's see. Right now, I'm at uh, UW. I'm at PPW. I'm at PCWA. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. Of, there's, there's Daddy Yeah. Um, where they were around for a while, and then COVID hit, so they're starting back up. I haven't wrestled a show there yet, but it's actually where one of the schools I train out of are. Okay. And you're up? Is it upstate New York that you do something too? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's uh, Ultimate Wrestling. That's UW. Yeah, well, UW. Okay. And I was at the... Nickel City Wrestling, which is upstate, and I was also at UPW. Are you still the current champion of UW? I know. I actually, I just lost it last, uh, not last month, the month before in December. Okay. Oh, Way yeah. to rub salt in the wound. Yeah. I know. Yeah, why you bring that up? I was supposed to come up and help out with a show one of those weekends, but it was a little, little bit far of a drive, and so I had some stuff going on. I was supposed oh, to yeah, no, tr- tr- Trust me, I know. Driving down to PPW is like five hours there, but Ooh. there ain't five hours back. So. Yeah, ours is like an hour and 45. Ooh, yeah. I, and we're like, this yeah. is too long. And this is like, I'm, like, I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to die in this car. The live chat is open. If you are, if you are watching, uh, you can insert your comments and, and – uh, and let the mad dog know what you feel about him. If you're, if you're depending on where he works, babyface or face, uh, oh, or, or he, they love me no matter where <laughs> I go. They love me. It's, it's, uh, it is. Or you can ask a question yourself. So let's, uh, let's do the generic interview wrestling podcast question. What got you into wrestling? Uh, honest, wow. So, um, I've always loved wrestling since I was a kid. Like, I think my first show that I remember being live at was a WWE show. It was in Buffalo and they had, uh, I remember the main event was undertaker, and can't, I don't, I wasn't Yoko. Can't remember exactly who it was, but it was Undertaker and somebody in a casket match. Mm. And they had uh, the Bushwhackers there. And I remember that because I was falling asleep. And my dad woke, <laughs> woke me up and started swinging my arms like the Bushwhackers doing that. I watched the rest of it. Who was but. Taker's first? Was it Gonzalez? Well, the first, uh, is that the house show route? The first casket match I remember was Kamala, but that was pre Yoko. Yeah. He Kama, Mabel, Lawler, some places. I think I saw one, he did one with Quang one time. Probably there's a there's a deep cut. Yeah. Quang. 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 Uh, check that off your b- tornado tag bucket. Uh, the Quang bingo cards. Play, yeah. play as Quang in the 32x version of Raw. Yeah. So there you go. There it is. He spits a green mist. Uh, yeah. So you're at that event. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I was there. Um. But uh, just getting into wrestling in general, like it's something I've always loved. Uh. You know, as most wrestlers did, we did a little backyard stuff and everything like that. And then uh, a guy I used to backyard wrestle with hit me up the one day out of the blue and said, hey, um, am, I, am I still into wrestling? I'm like, yeah, of course. Do you want to be a wrestler still? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like, 
why not? Because I went down the football route, the boxing, MMA. I've done all that because I didn't know how to get into wrestling. So um, he was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a ring announcer at this one company called OSPW before they shut down. It's another company that was in Buffalo. And they, um, he's like, I'm a ring announcer. They're having a training session there uh, before the show to show up. And I'm like, all right. So I go. I'm like, a, at the time, I'm probably like 160 pounds, maybe 170. Wow. Kenny, I was cut <laughs> up yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. even imagine what you look. You would look like you were sick if you were that way at this point. Yeah, yeah. for people that don't know, that. how much do you weigh about right now? Right now, I'm about. Let's see, I, I dropped. Like I, was, I was 215. I went down to 195, and now I'm at like two, 205, somewhere around oh, there. Wow, wow. Imagine about 165, 175. <laughs> you like, wow. like I said, you're like you're sick. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. I mean, I was cut up. I, I was like, I was in great shape. I was just like super skinny. Yeah. So, yeah. So I go there and then, you know, my trainer at the, um, well, I didn't have a trainer at the time, but the trainer I ended up meeting there, he was like, he's like, you know, um, I seen what you did out there. He was, a, he was also a worker. And he's like, you know, uh, I have a school out here in Lackawanna. If you're serious about becoming a wrestler, I'm like, cool. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm for it. And he's like, where do I ask me where I lived at? And I'm like, you know, I live in Lackawanna. He's like, you're, you know, you're joking, right? I'm like, no, like I really do. And he asked me where, which street it was. And then he really freaked out. And he is like, you know, he's like, yo, that's right down the street from my gym. So then we just linked up from there, and I've been training there. It's called Grapplers Anonymous, which wow. is in uh, Buffalo, New York. What what and, a, a great thing to be able to train on the same street. Yeah. You know, yeah, the same yeah, town yeah. even. That's awesome. Now, yeah, how... it, was it was literally a couple blocks up from my house. I literally walked there every day. Rain, that's snow, amazing. whatever. I, I moved eventually, but... Uh, yeah, that's so but, nice. Yeah, but I mean, it was so convenient, especially for trying to just starting out to be a wrestler, and I can just walk to the gym. Mm -hmm. it, just, it worked out for me. Now you said you started uh, with the MMA and boxing first, and then went to wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, like I said, I've always wanted to be a wrestler, but I didn't know how to get involved. I always thought it was like, you know, you got to go to college and you got to do like the Olympics and all the other, you know, you know, pro wrestling type. Kurt Angle ruined it for everybody. Yeah, yeah. you yeah, be yeah, an Olympic yeah. to get in the Olympian to get in this damn sport. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't pretty much do these. Uh, yeah, now you have to be WWE. Yeah, so, like you know, I, I played or some I professional played... sport. Yeah, so I've uh, I played football since I was a kid. Um, I've done boxing pretty much forever too. And then I did a little bit of MMA for a while for a few years. And then, um, I just stuck with football. I went back into football. I played semi pro for seven years. And then that's when I met my trainers for wrestling. Wow. And I gave, the, gave up the football and just put it all on wrestling. Now, when I was watching the last seminar of PPW, uh, there was a gentleman there and he was, he was jacked he was huge and he was uh, i think actually you worked him in the ring a little bit uh, the first time he said i don't remember his name now but when he was wrestling uh, i was with mike and mike's like I, I guarantee that guy probably did kickboxing or boxing because he's on his toes the whole time he's in the ring okay and he yeah, goes yeah. In, in professional wrestling you want to be more flat-footed because that's how you can roll your ankle or, yeah. or get hurt is being on your toes like that and i was like i never i thought that'd be what you would have to do i was i always thought like why are they flat-footed and because uh, i'm used to watching MMA. Gotta, they got a base though Ooh, yep and and uh i guess is, is that something you had to learn with the transitioning yeah i, I, yeah, I thought i was getting to that um it was definitely hard like not so much being flat-footed but it was more of a um situation where my strikes but, like i'm used to like full-blown knocking somebody out you know, like <laughs> like that's just that's Not just what I did, it, yeah. you know? but like in wrestling, you know, like, you know, we know what we got to do in there and stuff like that. And it's, you know, yeah. it's more of just telling a story instead of trying to kill somebody. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. imagine so it's, it's like, having to, like, I had to, I had condition. to learn to control the punches pretty much instead of right. yeah. trying to murder somebody. Yeah. I always like when someone's in the ring and they, they come from an MMA or boxing, boxing background. Cause I took a huge break from it and then fell back in love with it. And I'd watch them like, 
Man, after being a pro wrestling fan your whole life and then watching MMA and boxing and then going back to you're like, their strikes suck. They look yeah. so fake. Yeah. But a lot of a lot of guys' strikes do suck. Yeah. And then you see when even people, if you don't watch MMA. Then when people wouldn't transition over, like when like when Ronda first came, or yeah. when like 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 Shayna Baszler, I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. I love that shoot style wrestling now because it brings an element of what I just stepped away from to come back into the sport I used to be a fan of. And they used yeah. to even try to cover it up a little bit like, oh, you're not allowed to use a closed fist. So that's why you kind of see them opening their hand at yeah. the end. And that's yeah. why I, I I hate the fact I fell in love with ROH so late mm -hmm. because that's like, like when I said like, oh, my favorite matches were Roddy and and uh, Finn and all, I was, I was yeah, named all. We've been and watching I, these for years. And I was <laughs> like, oh, these blood sports with John, Josh, Josh Burnett are the newest thing ever. And I love them. And you're like, nah, you got to go back. And I'm like, son of a bitch. There's been a federation like this. Like I, I yeah, fell. It was originally Matt Riddle's blood sport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, sorry, we uh, Jeff joining us. Howdy, what's going on? What's, going on? what's up, guys? All right, so uh, it, where was I at now? I lost where I was, so I had to get up and tell Talk the dog to start freaking out. Transition from uh, transition, yeah, yeah, and they punches to a working punch. Yeah, have you ever hit you ever, you ever catch somebody really good? <laughs> yeah, good no, question. oh, actually, once I did catch somebody, I not not enough to you know really do damage, but like it was enough, like, oh wow, like he really just hit me. <laughs> yeah I, sometimes uh, you probably just not be able to be like oh oh too late yeah and there, there's some old <laughs> yeah. school guys that always tell the young guys too if you don't actually hit me or actually lay a little bit i'm gonna i'm gonna give it back yeah to you. yeah so, you, that's, no, that's... I, i've heard that quite a few times too like you'll hit me and i'm like all right because i'm okay <laughs> with that you know what i mean like i'm like yo if you're gonna hit me hit me like i'm used to it like mm -hmm. i'm not especially gonna be mad if you, have, if you do especially if the body shots you can kind of Put them in a little harder than you would if you, you could, hit them in yeah. the face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you can kind of the back club's always that's the one where you just lay that in. Yeah. You take that. It's, it's the like one... the Terry Funk story where like they say, like, How do your punches look so good? He's like, I just punch them in the face. <laughs> that, was, that was in Mick Foley's <laughs> first <laughs> book. <laughs> he learned uh, the secret of Terry Funk's left hand when Terry Funk just whopped him right in the yeah, face. It was a real left hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that was harping with wrestling too transitioning was the cardio. So like oh, I, yeah. I, I went in there confident. Like nobody gives wrestling enough credit for the cardio. And like I went, I'm like, I did box. I did you know, I did all this stuff. I'm like, yo, this is gonna be a cakewalk for me. So so I walk in there and I'm like, yo, I'm, I hit the ropes. I'm like, I'm dying like 10 running the ropes 10 times. I'm like, I can't, how do you do this? But like <laughs> you know, like after a while, like you get used to it. But like my first mm -hmm. time I had rope like rope bruises across my back for like at least a good week. And I was just running a few times. But the cardio for wrestling is like it's a whole nother level. It's definitely something not acknowledged enough yeah because then you're not the cardio of being physical but then putting on like a show mm -hmm. yeah you know, all the entertainment aspects of it because you, you're, you're you know i feel like when you're playing basketball or football yeah, you don't have to stop and acknowledge the crowd hey shut up you know well, like, not just that yeah. but you're you're almost in the zone where like okay um, people are watching me and i'm playing a sport but it's almost like second nature and i'm sure wrestling gets that point too but it's different in in those aspects because you're you're legit like you're saying you're putting on a show yeah so you have to mentally think like okay i have to be physical use my athletic ability but i also have to be an actor here still yeah where and, and that's a lot going but on no sport says okay work the crowd into this yeah, and yeah. like maybe they might come out hey that's it you yeah. know when they score a touchdown that's it and hockey and soccer you're working the ref yeah yes. 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 i'm just gonna say that <laughs> and maybe basketball too so yeah basketball has yeah. that nfl's a little bit getting there but when they do it they do it like fun of, like they do it yeah. like, like the guy like takes a huge dive and he's like i'm dead <laughs> uh they do that in soccer too oh yeah yeah more so in soccer than anywhere uh, what, so you said and you the played... Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes, yes, that's right, my man. So you said you played football growing up. What position? Uh, defensive end, most pretty much my whole career. Um, yeah, I played a little bit of line, uh, not linebacker, run back, running back in little league, 
little bit in high school, but once I hit semi pro, I just strictly defensive end. Yeah, which, which was tough for me too, because again, at that, that time I was 150 pounds trying to be defensive yeah. end, and they didn't believe in me. They're like, yeah, you're 150 pounds, you can't play defensive end. And I had to, you know, had to prove my point and prove, you know, how good I was at it. Lay a couple hits on people that yeah, change their tone real quick. Yeah, eventually I earned it, though. But it's definitely tough to establish yourself as a DN when you weigh as much as I did at the time. So, have you had any amateur or pro fights within boxing or MMA? Oh yeah, yeah. I did the Golden Gloves back in '09. Um, MMA, I went undefeated. Had a couple of fights in there. I didn't do that for too long because I had kids and like, you know, they get nervous when they see the bruises and the lumps mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I was like, I had to cut back on a couple of things. Do you get nervous bringing your kids around wrestling, or do you not bring them around the wrestling matches? So, um, my kids, I, they live with me. Um, and me and their mom, you know, we have a we co-parent really well. So like, you know, they're usually there on the weekends and stuff like that. But there is times where, you know, they, they like, let them go to the show. They want to see a show. So I bring them at first. It was, um, it was tough on them. Like the first, that first show they ever seen, like they freaked out. And then, um, now they're used to it. Now they're like, they're all into it. They're talking trash to the other guy. <laughs> like, rather, rather I'm in the ring or not. Like they're just running their mouths. And especially my son, like he really gets into it. He's like, don't That's do this. Funny. Don't do that. And like, it's a trip watching them just sitting even when i'm sitting in the back just watching other matches and i just i see them out there and their reaction to everything is just it's amazing um, they're my they're my favorite kids to watch at shows is the the kids yeah. who came with a wrestler or are with someone who's in the business just to see <laughs> what their reactions are like when pete brought his kids to backbreakers i didn't watch the show i was watching the his kids was, enjoy, he wasn't even wrestling he was yeah just, he was doing commentary yeah. but just watching his kids enjoy our when when uh, at, at sanctuary when um Oh crap, Marcy! When Marcy yeah. brought his little guy, and like the whole time he just sat there and played with his action figures, but as soon as his dad came out, that kid came to life, and like just him watching, and like I was like, that's the that's the coolest moment to me. That is super that. cool. Yeah. Now, little kids, cover yours if you're listening, because we're gonna say some <laughs> stuff. Uh, obviously, wrestling has that some guy in the red suit with a big beard. Let's yeah. talk about oh, like... so <laughs> kind of in that same in that same realm. Did you ever let your kids in and on? Oh like, no, not so, at all. So they that's still awesome. want good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not at all. They know know nothing. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. And that's what most people in the business do. They don't tell their, like, we watched Turner take a spike suplex and his daughter thought he was dead. I I think she knew the deal, but we know the deal and we thought he was in bad shape on that one. (laughs) And then we've seen where someone had their kid in the crowd and their their dad got beat up and they literally had a full-blown meltdown at that uh, that back, uh, not backbreakers, uh, GSW show. And yeah. they, they had to like pull the kid aside, like, yo, your dad is okay. Yeah. He had to come after the match and like kind of like go over and say hi to him because the kid lost it. <laughs> it was, uh, I was like, I wish every wrestling fan was adults still- like, yeah. like that in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the granny sta- stabbing people with hat pins and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Back watching old NWAs, the whole crowd's like, that. Hat- back that. when we had hat pins. That's where it all went bad when we lost hat pins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all on Eric's hat. That's right. I mean, there's none left. If Dan Housen was around, he would call him Eric Hatpin for sure. Yes. <laughs> Derek Hatpin. That's his new name. There it is. Uh, some people in the chat saying hi to Mad Dog. Uh, what up, Mad Dog? Chris. Uh, well, yeah, we don't say that because right. you're but Chaz. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot, lot, of, lot, of, lot of fans in the chat hanging out. Hey, Zach. John. John. John's a PPW guy. Oh, Zach said there too. Uh, Amanda. Amanda Rose with the little hearts. Yeah, that's, that's the way. That's the wife. I, I, I see the on the little profile picture there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, what I was kind of alluding to with going back to the boxing and, and covering yeah. that. At what age did you finally step into the wrestling scene? Uh, twenty eight. 
28. Uh, I, wow. Actively wrestling. Um, I've been. It'll be six years this uh, next month and the twenty second. So it'll be awesome. officially six years actively wrestling. I trained for a year before that. Nice. So where did you train out of? The, uh, the actual gym name? Did you... Yeah, yeah. Grapplers Anonymous. Grapplers did... Anonymous, right. Yeah. I had to step away for a second. So um, that's, that's that's great. So do you remember your first match going all the way back? Yeah. Um, my very So my very first match ever was in Canada. Um, Nailed yeah. it. Wow. Retire. That's it. <laughs> you've, you've won. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I did win that match. So it was on. Um, I guess one of our guys, um, he was he was still kind of new, but he was like he was big over there. So they, they put you know I, I went there and I beat him or whatever. But um, and my first match in in the states was a rumble. They had me put me in a better royal spot, and then just went off from there. I had that, and then I started having. So your first match was a singles match against a top guy. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, for that company, yeah, he like one of their. Big that's awesome because mm-hmm. a yeah. lot of new guys are like, all right, you're going to be in a multi-man or a rumble. That's yeah. how everyone starts their yeah, career. Yeah, that's a good way to start because yeah. you know, if they don't know too much yet, someone can lead them. You know, well, I mean, not I, to do very much. I don't know. I don't know what the physique and you look and what you look like six years ago. But if it's anything what you're at now, I can definitely see how you can come in and, and hold that presence to go against a top guy yeah. and, and do no, a solo I, I was match. um I was a lot smaller then. Um, I was probably like when I first came out, I was probably like 180, 185. Somewhere around there, uh, but yeah. I, again, I was I was like cut up, but I wasn't like, you know, I I put the size on that I have now. Mm-hmm. Now, have you always had the same presence, like the serious mean? Oh yeah. Well, okay. I'm I'm always like, I always have that serious. Like people always ask me why you always, even at PPW, there's a sign. Why are you so mad, dog? There's yeah. Like, <laughs> always bring and I'm like, but like, I, and I'm really like, I'm really not that mad though. Like I'm, I'm a real chill person in reality. You know, it's just it's just that look that I have. I guess that people just get intimidated i guess a little bit or something i don't know but yeah is that where the name came from mad dog was that from just you being looking no, mad no. all the time so, mad so, dog honestly, and everybody yeah no i know so honestly the name I, I i started wrestling i started training and i had to get some gear and i was just scrolling through amazon looking for wrestling gear looking for, <laughs> sing, looking for singlets and i'm like i seen this really cool gear where they had a it had a rottweiler on it it's a b-word dog and the, and the dog was like angry I'm like, wow, now I gotta come with a name that goes with the gear. And I was like, oh, mad dog. And it just just stuck. Go. I thought you were gonna say a story where you found gear and it said mad dog <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> like, well, this is my name now. Amazon gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's like a creator wrestler right there. You just yeah. get no yeah. choice in the matter. <laughs> well, that was uh it's funny, uh, Avery Good, professional wrestler, his first couple of years, it was whatever the fan vote was in Chikara was his gimmick. He was Moose Cal, the communist bovine. He was Ultimo Breakfast. <laughs> oh, wow. whatever they whatever they they voted on was oh. he was called Creator Wrestler. That was that was his gimmick. And he was yeah. Creator Wrestler for a while too, where he had the yeah. lame outfit. That's great. <laughs> and Ultimo Breakfast had a master where his head was a toaster. Yeah, <laughs> it worked out for him because yeah, he became did. he became one of the best. Well, yeah, yeah, because like, then Dasher Hatfield kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's, that, that's kind of genius though, because then you can like you can really show you can be anything. You know, what I mean, you're showing mm-hmm. your your multi you know multi talented, I guess. Yeah, so you could really pull anything off. So that's that was really smart on his behalf. Absolutely, yeah, he's he's fantastic. Uh, coming up on the end of his his run here, he has a couple yeah. more matches left, and he's gonna be, he's gonna be hanging up the boots, which is a huge loss to the independent. Yeah, unless he gets team. signed, and <laughs> let's hope to God he gets signed. Sign him, please. Please, someone sign him. Um, yeah. So what I was gonna ask, uh, yeah, PPW. When did when did you break into PPW and and, and uh, get into that crowd? The end of last year, actually. Um. So like I don't like even though I've been doing this for six years like I knew nothing about like outside wrestling besides 
WWE, WCW, you know, I didn't know anything about the independent scene at all. So like I like I once I got into it, I knew there's like companies everywhere. Um I was at PCWA the one day and Paul Bow, he actually rang out just there also. And he um he approached me, he said, Hey, listen, I want you to come to PPW. I'm like, Okay. You know, he's like, just you know, let me know when you know, we set it up and I believe it was I wanna say August, September. Around there is when I made my debut there. Okay. I had a um had a pre-show with uh Tim Theory uh b- before before the show and before you know the you know the cameras hitting all that and um they, they enjoyed it and they brought me back and I've just been putting in work ever since trying to yeah trying, trying to get those tag titles. I know they're <laughs> keeping them warm for me right now. Yeah. Now uh I normally never want to bring up this gentleman because he's just a he's just a, he's a dirtball, an overall dirtball. But how did you get mixed up with Joe Davis? Hey, you oh, seem like oh, such a nice guy. Yeah, I know Joe, you're such Joe a nice. Joe Davis ni- is awesome. Right. <laughs> no, I I love Joe <laughs> Davis behind the he's a sweetheart, but he'll appreciate that I call him a scumbag. <laughs> he's a scumbag. No, so um, honestly, uh, I've I've seen Joe around, um, and I've seen he's been putting in a lot of work. So yeah, like I've seen him. Oh, yeah. He has mm-hmm. a Team JD thing going on. He had, you know, a lot of stuff. So I, I messaged him, and I'm like, hey, listen, um, how do I get involved? Like, how do I can be part of Team JD? Because like, I seen what he was doing. I respect the work he was putting in. So I'm like, you know, I want, I got the same work ethic. Like, I want to be the best at whatever I do. So um, and I seen him putting the work. So I messaged him. He's like, are you serious? Because he was surprised that I wanted to work with him. And I'm like, well, I'm surprised you're accepting me. You know, so it's like one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah I, I just messaged him and you know we, he was took off from there we've been doing um uw uh at, at team jd same as pcwa we're at ppws sins and um that's our that's our main like things where we're together at but we're working on mm-hmm. other other stuff too mm-hmm. and that's one of the things we love that joe's doing we talked to him about it before we talked about the show and he was really saying how he wants to put this group across all these different companies yeah, and it's such a great idea, and it's such a yeah. it's such a good thing to have in this area too, just to have that presence. Because it's not like people have brand loyalty for the most part. Indie wrestling fans are just going to see the show in their area, so if they see the Team JD here and they see Team JD there, it's like, oh yeah, I know these guys. So it's that you have that built-in audience already. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I I sometimes I don't get a chance to work with him as much as I really would like to a commentary because normally me and him are the switch seat. Mm-hmm. So when he's not managing, he's on commentator and then I do when he's, and then we rotate matches. But uh, I, I don't, I, I haven't really had the pleasure of working with heel commentating. So it's to the point where I'm almost not used to it, but really sitting down and, and getting to chop it up with him and kind of like joke with him back and forth and, and hate on each other. Uh, Cause we kind of bounce off each other heavily. I really, really enjoy it. So it's, we, we it actually was a post he made recently about, do you think there should be, and I'm like, I hate when someone's forcing it, but when someone's good, yeah. it's so much better to have it. It's, it's good to have at the booth, but I, like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, he's a good dude, man. He worked, like you said, he works really, really hard. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he eat he eat breathes and sleeps wrestling like he's he's not at a show he's at home and he's like figuring out what's the next move where we're going next what's like he's really like that's his life yeah he's he's legit like a he's a manager he's yeah. getting you bookings yeah. he's getting you another new york guy too yeah yeah he works really hard and uh, one of the more valuable things in wrestling is a good photographer and he has that right in the family too yeah so yeah, yeah. it all works yeah, out yeah, the family there. wife she she does great photography work as well 
Mm-hmm. And he told us that he did stand up years ago, which is <laughs> he actually used to do commentary for professional like like NASCAR. Yeah, like and Andy was I didn't know that he was like real fat and he lost a ton of weight. Yeah, yeah. I, not, I never knew. I that. did not know that yeah. either. He posted a picture and I was like, yeah, I was like, shit, I never like, knew. I was, Whoa, good for you. Like, if you look at now, you'd be like, this guy was never overweight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was people in wrestling, man. They're just inspired. Him, Brad. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people. Had, yeah, killing it. Like, mm-hmm. gosh, that's great. Stop, on. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Stop drinking. <laughs> Start <laughs> wrestling. That's just to lose weight. I just want to <laughs> no, wrestle, no. lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta lose weight to do commentary sometimes. Standing up and screaming all match. Uh, nice. So, um, with that group sins, you said you're looking for those tag team champions. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. South Philly's the, finest, man. Them, they they got a little couple cheap wins over us, you know. Which I, I still stand by that headbutt off the top rope to to my kibbles and bits. They should have been disqualified because that's a low <laughs> blow. That is. However, and, titles cannot change hands on a disqualification or a count. Yeah. yeah, but see, but there was four belts and they hit me with it. So you know, I just oh, feel, that's true. Yeah, you know, I feel like you know, we should be the champions right now. But we're gonna get them real soon. Yeah, uh, little you might you might have to get pushed back a little bit here because it looks like. Uh, Sam Adams took a little cheap shot at the last show, and now maybe oh, I didn't see it. Maybe the Sambo yeah. show stepped up in line to to kind of get uh you can't get him I, I, you can't get him by being consistent every show. You get him by pissing off the champs. Is not uh, Lobo hurt right now? I don't know. He maybe come back soon. Who knows? Oh, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're gonna have to take him out then. Yeah. <laughs> if there ain't no challenges have. left, you ain't got no choice but to face us. Who are who are some guys you worked with in the business that have been really helpful or uh, with your career, or getting you on path, or maybe re- teaching you something you didn't know before? Oh man, um, HC Loke. He okay, he's definitely yeah. he's a he's a great guy to be around. Um, mm-hmm. We we've faced each other twice, and um, both times, great guy. Um, as far he's very as nice too, yeah, yeah we had, we're awesome. very fortunate to work with him on, on yeah. Sundays in the summertime at Sanctuary, yep. and he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he, he real great guy. Um, other than that. Um, you got my trainers, Mikey, every night, who was also who was also working, just doing straight promoting now and training. Um, Brandon Thurston, and then my my road dogs, uh, Robbie Vegas. Um, he's been my tag team partner most of my career until you know COVID hit, and then we you know we did our own things and stuff like that. But uh, for a good five years out of my out of the six, he's been my tag partner, and um, traveled the roads him and uh, Cyclone, Cyclone mm-hmm. Jones. Um, they, I roll with them forever, and uh, they help me with in in the ring. Like we cut promos, like hey, boom, cut a promo right now, thirty seconds on whatever or just anything, just advice, uh, who to be around, where to go. So they, they were really um, they're just the four of them alone between Mikey and Brandon and Robbie and Cyclone is just has really helped me a lot with my career. And then now you got Joe with with his knowledge, whether it be a worker or like getting in the companies. You know, it's just anything. It's just, just guys run stuff around good people, you know, and, and I was fortunate enough to do that. Yeah, it's it's super cool when you're backstage at any level and someone pulls you aside and, hey, I seen you doing this or like mm-hmm. kind of w- witnessing those conversations. It's super dope. And I'm one of those one of those guys. I, I don't know if it's ever happened with you, but I see it all the time. They they do it. They do it in an awesome way is Diamond City War Machines. They're always like, hey, you know, try this, try that. Yeah. Maybe, you know, just kind of pass on that knowledge. It's super cool. And, and that's what shocked me, too, because um. Not like name dropping nothing like that, but like last show when we had Doc Gallows there, um, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask him personally because you know he hosted a seminar, so I have to watch my match. But by the seminar was over and I was match one, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Like, hey, you know, can you watch it real quick? But um, turns out he ended up watching the match. 
So he stayed on the monitor all night long and watched yeah. every single wow, person awesome. on that on that and show's match. He's super cool. Yeah, super great guy. Like he, I think he's. I've done a lot of seminars, but he's like definitely one of the one of the greatest I've came across as far as you know with the seminars and just him as a person in general. Real great. But um, as soon as my match was over, I, you know, I'm, I'm in the back and like he sends somebody to come get me things. Hit me with some pointers like, hey, you, know, you did this a little different, or like just little things, nothing like discouraging. But it's like, hey, you could. Did this a little bit more, or like this a little yes, a uh, little less. So it was um, he was he was really cool, and he was he was great to have there. So yeah, uh, for being a last minute uh, show like appearance, as well mm-hmm. as to t- come over and take the seminar over. Yep, it was one of the most interactive in ring seminars i ever like there's been times where we like we walk we've became we're setting up our cameras and stuff and we see you know like i've seen a billy gun seminar i've seen yeah, a few other words it's more of a conversation yeah, or small is, things yeah. good too docs look like an nxt tryout like he, he's yeah. like get in the ring do three or four minutes yeah. cut a promo like i want to see your total package and then critiquing every single person it was awesome to watch yeah and, and that's exactly what it was like what you just said it was almost like a uh, like a tryout or like a scouting or something i don't know um i don't know what his tensions were for there you know what i mean but just his input his the way he did it because i've been to a lot of seminars like i've done al snow and mm-hmm. uh cody deaner and stuff like that but um like i i brought a notebook with my mind ready like i'm gonna take sit here and take notes i'm gonna this and then i get there and he's like get in the ring i'm like oh all right <laughs> this is right we're going it, it was yep. great like it was cool to just be active you know so just like don't get me wrong like listening and you know getting the input and everything that is great but like to be able to just go out there and just show what you're capable of and helping you fix what you need to fix. You know, it was, it was he was like really on point with all that. And yeah. then he waited to the end to hit us. We know we got questions and hit us with information and such and such. So um, it's really good. He, he was a really great seminar. Really yeah. great guy. Yeah. That, that right there put him in another stratosphere for me as a fan, yeah. just his interaction with everybody. And like, even when someone would mess up, he would like all right, out and he would. And then the cool thing was that I think they should maybe do more if they're doing more seminars of PPW and I'm, I'm nobody, but just as, a, as someone on the outside, him and Alpha switching off. So like he, yeah. he would pull somebody aside, Alpha would keep things moving. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. It was done really fucking well. Like it was yeah, like, like if I was doing a seminar, I would have loved to be a part of that at any level just to hear, like just to experience that. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I mean, I've never seen it, but I was like watching people run the ropes. And also I was in Mike's ear the whole time asking him questions. I was probably annoying as fuck. <laughs> But like it was so cool to see, like that was a really neat experience. Yeah, as yeah, an yeah, outsider. He, yeah, Ava, he's an, he's another great person too. Like he's like he, he's awesome. Like like you said, just the uh, transferring back and forth. You know, like boom, boom, boom. Here's this, and then like you said, if one's talking to somebody, the other one's handling. Or like Ava's awesome too. Like just being there, like being around him in general, and just in the locker room, real great guy. Yeah, and the one thing he did too is like halfway through the seminar, he's like everyone shirts off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? And he's just like. <laughs> This is what, and he was like telling you, like ver- verbally saying, like, "Hey, if you were to do that on TV or for Vince or yeah. for TNA or here, no chance." But yeah, you need yep. to hear that though. Yeah, like because if you if people are saying, "Yeah, yeah, you can do it," and you can't do it, then that's not good because you're gonna get there and be like that stuff. Yeah, you know. So like, it's better to hear that from someone like that. We're we're, we're going to learn. I wish yeah. more. I wish, and and maybe this is not a shot at you ever at the at some of the other guys who've been doing it for a very very long time, but. I feel like more people should join those seminars who are like, you don't see a lot of the certain names on shows yeah. coming early and doing the seminars. Like, you know, are people who are 
title holders or anything like that come to those seminars. And I think that that's kind of a mistake because I feel like a lot of people who did that seminar this show, last show, yeah. were people who were either still hungry or learning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, anyone at any level could have learned something from oh, this yeah. and yeah. got something yeah. from someone who's been on TV who's going to tell you what they're looking for. I know one of the seminars we walked in on setting up cameras, one of the top, top, top guys was right there front and center in that seminar. Yeah. I don't want to name names. Yeah, same here. Yeah. They were right there. He's usually at a lot of seminars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's one of the things like with wrestling, like you could you can always learn something. Like you never know everything. Like you may know a lot, you may know, you know, whatever, but there's always somebody that knows something that you don't or can help you uh advance what you already know. Yeah. So it's like it's always you can always learn. And, and, and this like I, I said, once again, this is not shade, but how far did you travel to PPW? Uh five hours. Well, right. five, well wow. five, five, five and a half, yeah. Five hours to come earlier than the show to take a seminar to better himself yeah, in the ring. Dedication. Props. Love that. Thank you. Yeah, that that means because some people don't don't do that. You know, what I mean, I just some people show up if their matches later in the show, they show up before the after show the starts. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which that that's I think, oh my gosh, get yeah. these kids before the show starts. Yeah, and it's just like and someone like you who who's willing to travel five hours to get together early, do a full fucking day, work your balls off, like and do the seminar, then do a show, then stay after the show and support everybody else. Dude, and then, you're, and then, you're good. And then people, get home man. at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I just someone who and all I do is commentary in a podcast, man. But that's a small things I notice about people when I'm backstage is that kind of stuff. And you're good people, man. No, thank you. I appreciate that. It's, yeah. it's, just, it's, it's all about wanting it, you know. And for the most part, you're not setting up a merch table. You're not like you're literally there no. just soaking it in, meeting people, yeah. interacting the whole nine. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, I like to interact, rather I'm a you know, baby face or heel. I like I like to interact with the fans because at the end of the day, like they're here for that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. And I mean the like, fans notice that stuff. You know, and, and, and when you're accessible, like, you it's, it's it's noticed. Yeah, and like like when like when I was a kid, you know, I didn't care who you were, you're a wrestler. You know what I mean? Yep. So like I want to meet you, I want to interact with you some way, one way or another. And if I can interact with everybody during the match. I can see him before the show. I can see him daring the show in intermissions, you know. So I, I try to get out there one way or another, you know, so I can at least interact with the kids who are there for rather be me or just the show in general. Yeah. Uh, so what are some future plans for the Mad Dog? Oh, man, whatever I can get. Honestly, um, I really want to go to Impact. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> like, like, that's really like, um, that's, that's my goal. It's been my goal for a while. Um, AEW is out now, which I wouldn't mind going there. But like, I really like, 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 um, early when you guys were talking, I was like, you got like the AJ Styles and the Samoa Joes and like Motor City Machine Guns, you know. And I look at all that, and it's like, well, these guys are like really good. And like, I don't think, I don't want to say they're bad. I don't, I don't think Impact gets enough credit as they should. I, I totally I, agree. I, I feel like, I feel like they're really underrated as far as like wrestling fans you know everybody thinks mm-hmm. like wwe the end all be all and it's like and it's really not you know what i mean like don't i have no hate towards wwe but it's just like it's not my goal you know yeah. I mean? there's people's goals out there and they want to go there it's not mine like i'd much rather be at like an impact and um it's just i, I just see all the talent that's come for whether they're in wwe now or somewhere else or still there it's just you see that all the talent that's come from there and it's the way they do things i just I personally, I like it. And that's just, that's me as a fan and as a I, I've been going on my way the past two weeks to watching impact shows, mm-hmm. like through, through the way, I, the only way I can watch them. Um, there are not many ways to watch them. They're fucking good shows. Yeah. Like, I yeah. thoroughly enjoy the show. And, and I didn't realize how many people we've came in contact with in the oh, past yeah. two PPW shows that are top players on impact. And the, I'm like, yeah. literally the champion was there two months yeah. ago. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. He, he was, he was there twice. I believe he was there. Yeah. Uh, At least yeah, twice. Yeah. 
got... and meeting them and finding out how like cool they are and having those yeah. experiences it maybe i'm biased to watching the program but i was a little more rooting for them because now i've like known them like not like our, we always joke around our dear yeah, dear, our friends, dear dear friends but yeah. no when you meet someone and you get to know them on a personal level mm-hmm. and then you get to have those conversations and then you're like I pull for impact heavier now. And yeah. I'm someone who never yeah. watched it. I wouldn't yeah. want, I mean, some of that that's local is on it. And then probably my favorite females on there. And I was just like, eh. and then I went to, went it on my way to watch, to watch it. Though. I mean, yeah. I went out of my way twice to watch it. I wish it was more easier to watch. Yeah. And I didn't have to go through the, the things. I, and yeah, it'd be nice if access TV was in more homes. Yeah. yeah I wish access really TV cool. was on Hulu, like Hulu yeah, live. That would yeah. really help out. Um, you can or get just impact do like NWA plus. does, put it on yeah. YouTube. Even yeah. if it's a couple days later, that's yeah. fine. Well, I think they do have a YouTube thing, but it's a subscription. They pay like so much. Yeah, yeah. and that's so nobody's doing. And they're nobody's doing, doing better at now. uploading their little shows after they air on uh, their app. Oh, but right. once again, like times are tough, and you have a lot of apps. Like, are they yeah. still doing live on Twitch or whatever? No, they, they just recently. Oh yeah, remember they were doing. Yeah, they're yeah. Doing that RVD anymore. got kicked off when he was doing this. They, they were back. I think they're off again. Yeah, they're off again. But yeah, just yeah, so many people we've run through: VSK, Mike Bennett, Maria Canellis Bennett, Moose. Uh, PCO PCO's in impact now. Uh, the girl uh, who's their design. ex, their ex, um, that she was with, uh, she was with, Mer- she was next to Mercedes oh, yeah. at her table. She was one of the ultimate X, uh, ultimate X. Oh, Tasha Steele. Tasha yeah. Steele. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said Steele in our chat, Steel's, and I was like, Adina got yeah. signed. Steele's yeah. with a Z. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. was in NWA before, so uh, yeah. Diana Perazzo. Like, there's too. so many of them. Yeah. Yes, uh, Dina Perazzo. I think Santana Garrett's impact, or no, uh, or she just shows up. Maybe I don't uh, think Jonah. I know. Yeah, there's there's a there's so many of them. Yeah, it's a cool company, man. Give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I'm working on. it. We'll see what happens, but that, that's my goal. I mean, PPW is a good place. I mean, we, oh yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even realize how how many people were in the business that are there. <laughs> and I was just yeah. like, I turned on like, what? Every match is someone we hung out with recently. Yeah, like this yeah. is awesome. And, even and that, that's, one, that's one thing about PPW. Though I love about it. like, there's so much talent there. Like when when I got there, I'm like, how do I keep up? You know, like, <laughs> it, like, it elevates you. Yeah, like, iron sharpens iron. Yeah, like so so many like, and like when they when they uh when Paul and them you know would approach me like hey like we want you to stay I'm like all right you know like yeah. I don't know what I I don't know what I did right because again I, I look at people you know what I mean I look at like Andy and I look at Encore and I look at like people like Ram Bandit and I see like I see like all these all this great talent and I'm like uh like how how do I match up how do I get to like i don't know they just do so much stuff and it's like it was intimidating at first when i got there and i'm like man like what do i do and i don't know i'm there and i don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon so yeah it'll make you better though That's yeah it, 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 it does rest it, better it people you, it makes yeah it makes you want to step your game up and mm-hmm. like, I, i'm in the jauna how many times like i like i see encore all the time like he's on his instagram i'm like Yo, this man really in the gym like all the time. So I'm like, I got to, <laughs> like he lives there. And, like he's also has up. abs up to his chin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yo, like how? Like, like mine are there, but man, <laughs> like, yeah, how? But yeah, he come. No, he's it, a he's a, a, a House of Glory guy, right? Yep. He's yeah, in a yeah, lot of, yeah. Dude, that locker room. That's another thing too. PPW. One of the, my favorite things about PPW is how I don't know how they did it, who they talked to, who started the trend, but the fact that the House of Glory locker room is coming to PPW as much as they do is an absolute blessing for them, and they need to do it more. Um, having guys like you know Rembrandt, main event Evander James, like when Charles, Mr. James, Mr. James yeah. uh, well he's Evander still at House yeah. of Glory, right? He's, I, I don't I think know he's Mr. Yeah. James everywhere now. No, I think House of Glory is doing oh, really? something different. Yeah. Um, 
Charles Mason when mm-hmm. he was there. There's just the list goes on and on and on and on. Like they're that's it's kind of cool to see all these different collaborations of different training schools and 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 bringing entire schools and yeah. seeing how they you conduct can't just themselves work for one. It's on so neat. Series. Yeah, I, I love I love that's another thing I, I really like about PPW seeing those different styles clashes and and people working together and making connections and then you see like people from other places going making connection with somebody from House of Glory and they show up there as yeah. a at a dark show. like it's just awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's, it's great to have like because you even then like it's not so much we're home based people you know what I mean they're bringing everybody and it, it helps everybody in the long mm-hmm. run working with different people from different places learning different styles just by watching or talking to them you, you learn so much from everywhere. Yeah. Uh, anyone else have any questions before we wrap up? Have we got a all mine out? Anybody else? No, no, I'm good. Good. Is there anyone, uh, any promotion or anyone out there that you want to work with? Who's on your hit list? Yeah, there we go. Oh man. Uh, honestly, I, I work anybody. I mean, I'm, I'm with. I mean, wh- you, wh- you've wh- had a couple multi man matches with this guy across the yeah. table without a win yet, so you got to get that I mean, one yeah. back. I mean, if I'm you want, to... you can you can get the pause. You know what I mean? It's a golden glove. Golden glove. We can talk to man. We can talk to management and set that up. I didn't know it was golden glove. Yeah. Well, he, he, he's on to people who are in your division that have titles. He said, oh, God. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm going to have to get some titles in real quick. I ain't, I ain't, too, I ain't yeah. too far from the, uh, from the low limits. Yeah, I was going to say. He was in the normal match. At the 10 limit. Yeah, we got to – everyone's going I'm, for that I'm thing. I'm right in now. the top five right now, so we can eh. – There we go. We got we to gotta, we gotta battle. Yeah. You've never had the no limits. I never did. I only ever had the WYLN, which yeah, that's it. Yeah, they're trying to go for another, title, yeah. another Joe Davis guy. Uh, and Ryan Vox, uh, yeah, Ryan Vox, no, uh, uh, Fox Vineyard. Uh, I did it yeah, again. Yeah, <laughs> I was say, Rembrandt has the current. He's the current. Yeah, uh, I mean, not for long, him. but yeah, there you go. he's sneaky, <laughs> man. He's the sneaky. You gotta watch out for that belt because it's a little sharp. The most defenses of the No Limits. Yeah. A little sharp. Yeah, they need to fix that title. I, apparently, there's, I heard there's one order that in the TV title. Good, so. perfect. Just in time for you to win it back. Yes, there it is. <laughs> uh, people in the chat, John says, uh, "What the? I don't know if people are laughing or heart, but we have a def- uh, laughing was John Hearts were Joe Davis and Amanda Rose uh, likes Andy. Thank you. How, Andy. Do, how, how did I like? I know it? But you liked it. <laughs> Uh, so anyone on Facebook giving some reactions and watching along, uh, type in the chat if you have anything to say before we end the interview here. Um, but yeah, PPW. A lot of lot of cool future things for you. You said you're in the top five there, uh, with Rembrandt's title, and then go, you, you have your yeah. eyes set on the tag. Which is good division. because there's yeah, like yeah, seven yeah. people in every we're, match, so you're yeah. in the match, we're, we're, right? <laughs> we're, we're top five for the us, and just top five for the tag titles too. So there we go. We're, yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna collect it all. Yeah, will will Team Davis take all the titles in PPW? Sins, sins, well, and PPW. T- Joe Davis team well, sins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, team. well, they're gonna collect them all and then lose the TV title. So yeah. it's, it's a it's a trade off. Yeah. Oh no no no, we're keeping we keeping it off. <laughs> keep it off. That's just gonna run, run rough shot over. It's there a gold that. mine. Awesome man. Well, thank you so much well, for hanging out with us. We oh, no, the first plug, plug is uh. People can find yep. out. I said the, book the door is always open for you to come back. Uh, your links are below, but tell us tell the people where they can find you. Oh man. Um. I'm actually, I'm actually I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm new to Twitter, so if you just give me one second. So are we. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Well, my Instagram is mad m a d d dot dog d a w g sixteen. Uh, my Twitter is um at the underscore one underscore mad dog, and then um you can find me on Facebook as well on my fan page mad dog m a d d d a w g. I want to pull something up here real quick. I don't know if it's a. 
if it's still a thing. Oh my goodness. Never mind. It was it was a it was a different name, but uh there's a t-shirt that we talked about. I think I said it on commentary at TPW, I don't remember, but you need a t-shirt and and I and I have the perfect one for you. Uh M, you know MD uh, MD2020? Yeah. So you needed MD2022 shirt, but like your face, but like spoof that like the mad oh, dog. Like we, we, we could we could do that. That's not a bad idea. I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually working trying to think of a new shirt for this. There it is. You can have uh, that. I didn't get merch last year because of COVID. So I'm like, yeah. you know. But this the, year I'm definitely coming out with something new. So that's not a bad idea. Yeah, the MD the MD twenty twenties. Uh you should definitely you should definitely spoof that label and make something with it. Yeah. And then check out <laughs> spreadshirt.com because you can get shirts made and they'll ship it to you in a week and they're pretty cheap. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Spreadshirt.com. We have all the hookups here. We'll help you out here. Uh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> well, thank you so much for hanging out mm-hmm. with us. We would love to have you back anytime. If you can plug, win some titles, come talk about it with us, man. Yeah, this, yeah for sure. Yeah, this is the first one. Coming. We get you out of the way. We get your history. Then you come back and hang out, and, and we have a blast. Yeah, I'll tell you how many belts I have by then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all of them. And then John, you already have one order. He said, I'll take an extra large if you make it. John's That's in the it. chat. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. We're, we're, already on the, we're already on the move with it. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time, man. All right. Thank you. See ya. What a good guy. That Love was him. Fun. Yeah, yeah, awesome. He's a nice guy. How did Heidi come out that door? I didn't even see her glasses. She walked right behind you. <laughs> yeah. oh, really? She's notice. a ninja. I didn't even notice. Anyway, no one cares about that. No one even knows who No one even cares about Heidi's a ninja. Get Heidi Lovelace? What? Yeah. Um... All right, let's get into. You want to get our topic? Or you want to go AW and a little first? You want to get the current events and then go to our topic? Ah, uh, yeah, we can do that. All right, so we can we can trim or expand the topic as needed. What what uh what news do you got? I guess the big news everybody's talking about now is that Danhausen has arrived in AW or I'm All sorry, AW has become evil oh. and cursed. The uh, AW application paid off. Yes, it has. <laughs> what if that I was the actual day? AW's Twitter that replied to the Tony Khan thing. He's like, "Welcome to the team." Like AW <laughs> restaurants, they're, they're still riding with it. Yeah. What if that was the actual day he signed to the company, but he he put that <laughs> fake yes, application? I'm, I'm sure this has been in the works. Right? Yeah, I think, it was, it was I think, a foregone. I think he signed when ROH went downhill. So. <laughs> It's coming back. Half sure it is. Half but he was the last thing I expected in that match. The very last thing. Yeah. Uh, he has no connections to the other guy. Yeah. He does now. I feel like. Well, not when you're not when they. Yeah. Well, he just. Ring. Adam Cole he's is just, cursed. Yeah. He's just been cursed. Adam Cole. And he has, lost. Adam Cole has been cursed yeah. and lost his lost. first singles <laughs> yes, match. Yes, he did. So what if he goes on a giant yes, losing streak? Yes, but it was streak. it was a no a light out match. It doesn't does count. Not count record. Curses are powerful. They just keep they'll keep going. Okay. If if I he didn't lose on, on record. <laughs> if I have to put my conspiracy hat on, I think they knew in Cleveland everybody was expecting Johnny Gargano and, yep. and Gargano's taking some time off until his kid's born. So they had to deliver something. So they had to deliver something to send the crowd home happy. And so, it was cool. So they, they it brought, was. Like, there's a good time to bring in Dan House. Yes, absolutely. Um, now, I wonder if he, he was walking. Was his leg healed? Because remember he broke his leg or whatever? Yeah, he I, broke his leg. I know he said on Twitter that he's a healing ahead of schedule, oh. but I don't think he's ring ready yet. Yeah, no. probably not. But they he, can have him do backstage yes. stuff for our Piper to Spit segments. Yeah. He does not need to wrestle to get over. In fact, no. he might no. wrestle. He might get over more by not wrestling yeah. yep. to establish a character. Yep. I would never. I would even if he. I'd put him in the ring twice a year. <laughs> I would make him like the Undertaker or like Brock Lesnar. You barely see him yeah. and just let him do skits. Yeah. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. He he barely wrestles and he always wins. Yeah. Play to your <laughs> strengths. That's what ECW did. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, if you are in the chat, we're going to be doing, we have a tr trying a new thing out for people who are watching along. Uh, we're going to put a few different links in here for you guys to check out. Uh, the links are below if you want to follow us on all social media, as well as our guest links. But the first one we're popping up here is our website, iwepnetwork.com, where you can check out not only this show, but the rest of great shows we have on the network. The variety is insane. We have paranormal. We have pop culture. We have buddy podcasts. We have spiritual podcasts where it comes to like your faith and, and possibly getting into Christianity, which is the furthest thing for me. Oh, geez. But yeah, we have me. it on the network. That's none of us. Yes. <laughs> none of us. But uh, it's a hey, great it, it's, it's a variety is the spice of life. Yes. Said. I personally, the reason I the reason it's on the network is because it's a great friend of the podcast, as well as even though it's the furthest thing I'm into, but there's an a audience fantastic there. job. Oh, there's yeah. an audience there. Yeah. Um, and then we also have uh, interviews with everyday people, as well as uh, Stay Doomed, which is like a TV style podcast. Where very about, cool, uh, very very cool idea pod, uh, for that podcast. It is all covering shows that did not last. They lasted what a season or a less? season yeah. or two, yeah. Oh. And then they they say if you should have stayed, if it should have stayed doomed, or if you should have stayed tuned. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they watch really bad possible TV, so you don't have to, and they'll tell you all about it. Or maybe good ones. Yeah, know? or good ones yeah. that should have never went away. Like uh, Better Off Ted. That was only two seasons. That was pushing like Daisies. So the IWEP Network. Chevy Chase Variety Show. We have Dana Carvey's TV show. Uh, but hey, we have it all for you on the network, so go check out that website at IWEPnetwork.com. Ryan. Uh, do we have any other news? This wasn't really a huge news week, I don't think. Yeah, it's a light for wrestling. For yeah. wrestling, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Royal Rumble's coming up. If we want to touch on that instead of going deep, deep, deep into uh, the scorecard, anybody have any ideas on what they think might happen in the well, Royal they're, Rumble? They're saying they're trying to get Ronda. That's I her. personally, I fucking hate that. You're what? gonna hate who the uh, rumor is that's coming back for the men's Rumble. Who? Goldberg. Uh, Kamala. No, I, I would be shocked if Kamala. <laughs> I'd rather Kamala than Goldberg. I don't think. Oh, me too. Yeah, I don't think. Kamala well, can... I mean, two things. Oh, the one I'm not going to say. Yeah. Uh, but the other, well, Kamala's no longer with us, so I don't yeah. think he's going to. I would still Rumble. rather Kamala than... too. Yeah, he's would... also dead. Oh, geez. Sam Frazier is. <laughs> I Uncle would... Elmer is also dead. He was Kamala. Too. Oh, the I... headhunter still. Uh... <laughs> I still want both of those Kamalas over Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, if Kamala were still alive. He doesn't have feet that could hit the floor. Yeah. I I still rather him than Goldberg. <laughs> I, I thought that when that that He's Dustin Thomas dude was in the, the the battle royal for GCW, I'm like he doesn't have feet that can hit the floor. He's gonna win. Yeah, but then I he threw him out and that counted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there, there's a thing. GCW just did their big show. Uh, the world on GCW with the Hammerstein Ballroom. Oh, that was or, a fun show. There's no Owen. It had its ups and downs for me. Uh, there were some fun parts. There were some parts that like uh, one match for me went a little too long. The Zack Ryder no. one. A lot of people said that went too long. I enjoyed it, but it did it did go a little long. I thought the Lilo Rush match went a little too long for so me. So did I. I thought that went a little too and long. And then the, the problem with that is they were on I didn't even realize that they were on regular pay-per-view. And then your main event was super quick because they had a hard out. Like they were going to cut the satellite for the pay-per-view at eleven. Yes, they had to finish. So they had to finish by eleven. I was cool with that one going as short as it did. Yeah, I mean, because you have on the one, the Briscoes are great, but on the other side, you have two deathmatch guys. And I love, we we personally like Matt Tremont, you Absolutely, and I. Yeah. And uh, Nick Gage is the Hulk Hogan of GCW. But in New York, where you can't do a lot of the deathmatch stuff, maybe some people are going to get exposed a little bit if they do too much. Yep. Do it the best way you did it. End the show with everybody in the ring the way they did. I thought it was done right. I mean, I get the Cardona thing. It, it was a little long, especially with the entrances, but. It was the homage to ECW. The match yeah. that really reminded me of was when they did Tommy Dreamer and Jerry Lawler at the second pay-per-view at Hardcore Heaven. And it's just all DDTs and run-ins, and that's the entire match. Yeah. 
and and inexplicable turns because they the lights go out three times in that match with Lawler, and it's like one time it's Rick Rude, one time it's Jake Roberts. Like, what he's doing? What is he doing here? One time it's, it's Sunny, yeah, and they all like turn on Dreamer. Uh, but no, it was it was fun, and even though I know Lauderdale said he was disappointed by some things, there was Wait, a little for a show. Matt Cardona hated something. He said, "As long as I am a part of a skit ever a skit ever again, I will never work with Virgil." <laughs> he said he was awful. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, they said uh, Virgil like jumped his cue. He didn't do the Vince walk. Oh, he geez, was uh, it was a little annoying backstage. The entire time we kept asking for more money, mm. and then he insisted on but them giving kind of like going in. That yeah, Virgil you know, you know him. Virgil's at. You know the yeah. hustle with Virgil. Uh, uh, he kept asking because they were like, "We're gonna hand you money." He was making yeah. sure it's a hundred, oh, and they never saw a hundred again. The mask disappeared. They mm-hmm. like <laughs> it was a it was a shit show. There was some controversy behind the scenes. Uh, they were gonna have Nick Wayne wrestle. I think he might have been in the pre-show battle royal. He's Buddy Wayne's son. Buddy Wayne is a guy who did some TV jobs for WWF. He trained by Brian Alvarez. He was a big guy in the Indies and in the Pacific Northwest in like Washington, Oregon. His son, Buddy Wayne, passed away. Nick Wayne is his 16-year-old son and was supposed to be on that show. And somebody called the New York State Athletic Commission oh, and said, boy. hey, you gotta, you have a, they're going to have a 16-year-old work. And they pulled him. Mm. And they were Probably a good move. Don't tell New Jack. Yeah, I, you know, that's, that, <laughs> uh, that is for the, for the best. That's a good move. There, and... I guess another big thing this week was there's been a, a big tiff on Twitter between Mr. St. Laurent and uh, ML, and MLW and mm-hmm. Joey Janela, mm-hmm. where Janela has been kind of speaking out against MLW, uh, saying basically like he's kind of rooting for WWE in the lawsuit because MLW is not the little little guy to root for, basically saying like they're, they're they don't pay very well. They they don't pay well. There's there's no there's a no GCW clause. In yeah, their they, they have now. contracts, but they're not. Yeah. So the company who's telling them like root for us, we're the underdog, are also at one point in time we're according trying to, to we're the, trying yeah. to hold back other according people. According to Joey Janelle and a few people, and then yeah. there's been a war words like he's uh, Mr. Saint Laurent fired back that like they fired Joey Janelle for being unsafe and working drunk and. And he said he never did that. And he's, he's oh, he's, he, he does the same thing in AEW, and that's why he's probably not going to be hired back. And he's like, I've never worked drunk for MLW or AEW. He never said GCW. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think it's a requirement. No, it might be. Yeah, it's very much easy. <laughs> no, 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 not Initiation. anymore. Not, not with Moxley on there. No. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But not that it was a requirement before then. Yeah, but, but yeah, all in all, yeah, it was it was financially successful. I said Fight TV said it was their biggest show ever as far as oh. buy rates. Great. So yeah, I'll, more place to work the better. Uh, we get to see Tony Deppen. We get to yeah. see nine one. We got to see Janai Kai. We get to yeah. see uh, uh, Yo- Yoya. Was she only in the Battle Royal? She yeah. was in the pre-show Battle Royal on YouTube. Uh, Yoya yeah. was there also Yo-Yo there. Nine one one. Nine one one. Yeah, just to congratulate Big Vin after and, and Big. Won. I was just about to say, and is congratulating his son Big Vin. We uh, brought him up earlier, but he the last guy eliminated was Charles Mason. Charles. Oh wow. Charles Mason. All right, another superstar. Mm-hmm. Um, and the final three was what. Mason, Mason, I would want, I believe, Lufisto. Lufisto, yeah, oh, was there wow, for the Indie there. Wrestling Hall of Fame. Oh, that's cool. They they did an Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame that that afternoon, and uh, she was there. That's why X Pac was there. He inducted Jerry Lynn. They're very good friends, lifelong friends. Or was, they got in the business together, basically. And Chris Hero was there inducting Tracy Smothers. Hmm. Punk was there. He inducted Dave Prezak. So he wasn't on the GCW show, but he yeah. was there earlier that day. Um, also on the show, I thought the Effie Jeff Jarrett match was awesome. Didn't get to see it. Jeff Jarrett looked good. That's for, what I heard. For a fifty, for a mid guy in his mid fifties, Jeff Jarrett was in excellent shape. The match was fine. Uh, a lot of smoke and mirrors, like you would think. It's, yeah, of course. And I think I think we might get a uh, part two to that. Oh yeah, the way the way it ended, you're gonna get a part. Two. Yeah, which is exciting. Uh, I think I think, and he was just on SmackDown. 
Yeah, uh, before before. I think Effie is on a collision course to the top. I think it's only a matter of time. I think more people are getting exposed to him. More people are getting he, he's getting out there on some pretty big name podcasts with some big names. I've never seen wrestlers so I can't say he's he's entertaining. Very entertaining, and the, the crowd loves him. The biggest, the best match by far I ever saw was with uh, Edith Edith. and Camp Love Frog. I, 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 well, I don't like deathmatch wrestling. That was not a deathmatch. No, I'm saying I don't like deathmatch wrestling. Mm -hmm. I seen him wrestle Poro in a deathmatch on a stage where there wasn't even a ring involved, mm -hmm. and it was very entertaining. Are you sure it was a deathmatch? Was it a hardcore match? It was a deathmatch. There was like explosions and stuff. They couldn't do explosions, but they they were bleeding. I mean, there was it was more blood than I've ever seen in my Light life. Light tubes. Yeah, light tube, everything. Okay. They they literally wrestled on a stage, yeah. and then it was like a concert venue, and it was a stage, and then the front of the stage where the pit would be is just filled with weapons. That, that might have been for somebody's. It's called no. That isn't around anymore. It's still it's still around. It's called um, no peace, no limits, or something like that. It's on IWTV. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. It's down in Florida, I believe. Oh. Um, and and him and Paro wrestled on a on the last man on the throne, like last uh, last mm -hmm. of the throne match where they put a throne on the stage. That might have been one of those, uh, if it was Paro, it might have been one of those Effie's big gay. Oh, no, no, it was, it was a, it was a no, no peace, no limits or whatever it's okay. called. Uh, but it was, it was a really, inter like I said, I don't like that style. Right. Effie is very entertaining. Because one of the things they're, the big thing GCW is kind of switching their focus to now is the collective, which is the big thing they do pre-WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where Bloodsport usually comes in. If they do spring break, it's going to be on there. And the first show they did announce that because they are doing a collective in Dallas this year is going to be uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch is coming back. That okay, was... yeah, that's usually during lunchtime, and that was so usually on a different network. No, no, that's yeah. was it on fight? Was it on? I thought yeah. I thought it was on. There's a lot of yeah. bad blood between IWTV and and fight. Yeah. Or, uh, and, and GCW. But Effie, telling you, keep an eye on the guy. He's killing it. Fucking super entertaining. I'm a big fan. Yeah, usually with the collective, they do like 20 shows. And... Yeah. They'll do a deal where you can get like all twenty of them for like one hundred and fifty. Yeah, all day long like that, too. Yeah. Three days over yeah, three, three days. Yeah. Yeah. The way it's going, I, I mean, all different. Not all at seven o'clock. I would know? probably pay for it just because every one of those shows have they're, been. Bangers. They're not expensive. Yeah, yeah, they're usually like twenty bucks each. Yeah. And you can get like a package deal. As I said, the hundred fifty bucks for all that is is a good deal. And you can, and you keep it forever. I still yeah. have I still have access to Joey Janela's Spring Break from twenty nineteen. Oh wow! Yeah. Um. Yeah, the rest of the GCW show is good. Uh, someone said in the chat, so we will touch on it real quick with AEW. The ladder match between Cody and Sammy was amazing. It was very good. It was. Yeah. Some, I was, I didn't some, go. Some people, like some people no. were crazy about the, the lack thereof of psychology. Yeah. yeah. The, it, Which, but you kind of, for the ladder match, you kind of got that cutter. Why did we have, Are the crossroads off the ladder? Yeah. Also should insane. have ended yeah. the match. Yeah. I can see that. But if, you, but if you both do that and you both go down and then you both can't climb the ladder in time. That's okay. Well, the problem is, but when he climbs the ladder immediately, uh, when you immediately do that spot, and 30, 15 seconds later, you're both on your feet again, yeah. going to your next spot so you can climb up the ladder to do something else off the top. Yeah, that's then go to the outside and do a swan dive where swanton where Sammy looked, he broke his neck, and then that, he gets that looked like it sucked. Yeah, I think he, that ladder was supposed to. Be. Then he gets up yeah. first, and he's like, it was just too much. It was too much. When when something big like that happens, and then you end on a low note of a mm -hmm. a, a, a tiny move is the one that ends it, and you showed them six other things that you could have done throughout the course of like a pay per view, it was it was too much for me. And it was too many it, spots. I, I still thought it was a great match, regardless. Yeah. I mean, I, there are there are holes in the psychology, like the superplex looked matches. beautiful. The, the, I've never the, seen a suplex off the ladder before. The, 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 the cutter looked beautiful. The end of roads all were done very yeah, safely what, and beautifully. The like, cutter is what people are going to remember for that match six, uh, five years from now. Yeah, yeah. That's all they'll remember. That's like that. either Skipper walking the cage with yeah. Rana. For, it's, you know? it's like when Ben Henderson took the Superman, uh, the, the, the Showtime kick yeah. from Anthony Pettis. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a, a date that's not going to follow most I was like, people. are we talking football? No, no you're talking not, MMA. In a legit MMA fight, he ran up the side of the cage yeah. and kicked the guy in the face. Oh, yeah. wow. And if you take that clip, 
It's all it's, it's that's, awesome. That's yeah. the cutter. Yeah. But the, the, when he hit him, he did, he, the, the, it went off for another three more rounds it, because yeah. it, it, they didn't knock him out. It right. reminds me of one of the ma- I don't know if it was the first TLC match or it may have been just a ladder. It may have been like a ladder match they had, or this, it might have been even been the second TLC match. But the uh, we're going to be talking about the Hardys here in a second. Edge and Christian Hardys and the Dudleys. One of the big ladder matches they had. The finish after all these crazy bumps and spots, and everything. The finish was. That Rhino helped Elgin Christie. He got he carried one of them up on the shoulders, so he got the ladder quicker. Yeah, and that was the finish of the yeah. match. So we watched those five huge spots, and then hidden hitting him with the title from the top. Well, it? first of all, the title belt is the most dangerous foreign object in the history of wrestling. Yes. Yeah, like title belts will knock anybody out. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. Brass knuckles. I'm fine. No, title belts are more more devastating than brass knuckles. It's, it's like it's like Wolverine's body. And yeah. why did we have two hanging? Like, what was the because there was a unifying? Yeah, one was a champion. One was the other. Why couldn't you just hang one? One was so. clearly a replica. <laughs> one was a little bit uh, bigger and uh, shinier. The, the other reason is because ladder matches to this day are still kind of basking in the shadow of Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon from WrestleMania 10. The first major ladder match, not the first, but the first major ladder match yeah. in the US. And and that match had two titles up because Michaels okay. left with the IC title because he was Shawn Michaels and didn't want to drop it. It's a good and, visual, uh, but you don't need it. I mean, go up and you grab the one title. Still the uh, goat. I, uh, I actually... I, that that match was so annoying to watch live because I saw the match already. Yeah, uh, they did they did it on the house shows and I saw it at the Spectrum like two months before WrestleMania 10. So while I'm watching WrestleMania 10 with my friends, I'm like, they're gonna do this, they're gonna do this. So like, because the match was, it, it blew my mind when I saw it live at, at, on a house show. I'm like, okay, Diesel's gonna get kicked out here, and they're like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's let's. let's... Well, I was gonna say there's a couple Marco stunt not resigned. Where we did our yeah. Will they get resigned? And he showed up at GCW. Yeah, Peter Avalon not, not resigned. resigned. Uh, Frankie Kazarian signed. Yes, resigned. Yeah, so somewhere, from, somewhere from back backstage stuff. Yeah, Cody, maybe but not resigned. Uh, yeah, well, Cody. We, yeah, we he, all pick that one. I think that was. Yeah, he, he but, me. I think the uh, the Cody is a free agent thing is just going to be more of a, oh, a subplot on Rhodes. He's to the still top. Show, he's still showing up on on, on the Rumble, right? Yeah, because they kept yeah. mentioning Rhodes to the top last yeah. night again. Yeah, him and Moxley. I mean, the the, the and Jericho. Yeah, the, and uh, and the oh Bucks. yeah, and, and the Young Bucks. Yeah. The rumor for the Rumble is that um, we might see some not so great punches at the Rumble. Uh oh, <laughs> Shane Here comes McMahon. The money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, money yeah. talks. <laughs> I thought they were on the. Why do they rule my review every year? Maybe he'll win. <laughs> All right, let's just. He is the best we won't, of the world. We won't go through every match. <laughs> I guess. No, there was only like four. Some big. Yeah, ones. we could just go through the. Yeah, we don't have to go through the whole scorecard here, but I can get the uh, the matches up for the Rumble. Uh, well, first of all, the women's Rumble. What does anybody think about the women's rumble? My picks are Paige, Ronda, shows up, Oscar, Bailey. I, I think I, I think there's a good chance they all show up. Yep. Yeah. And Alexa probably not because she didn't turn into whatever she's going to turn into at the end of these stupid segments. Maybe she still shows up and just gets tossed. Maybe she shows up as that character. I mean, they did it last year. I think there's but, still nine spots. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess you're gonna see Raquel Gonzalez. Oh yeah. Probably see. At, at least a few of those Liv Morgan. toxic, toxic no, she's, Morgan. She's she's not Liv Morgan, um, Mandy Rose, Mandy Rose, yeah, to- uh, yeah. Tox- uh, Mandy Rose, uh, and knowing how they'll be like, she's the NXT champion, eliminated. How about, the, Dolan, how about the iconics told him to go shove it? I know that's great. Mm-hmm. See, we're good. Hey, we need you now, but only for one night. Eh, well, you fired us, so bye bye. Yeah, I- I'm very proud of them. Yeah, me too. Um, anybody, uh, winners. I mean, if if Ronda, Ronda. if Ronda yeah. hits the if front, Ronda she thinks wins. she's winning. Yeah, yeah. She's not losing. I think it, no, she she's gets not. eliminated by who she wrestles. That's the pay per view. You think Ronda comes in and takes a loss at the Rumble? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Bailey would kick her ass. It's not even close. 
Uh, right, hold on a second. Let's reset. In real life. In real life, Bailey's, nobody in Bailey's dead. Yeah, <laughs> Bailey's oh, dead God. in real life. It's you think Ronda is going to let Bailey... Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, you think Ronda's going to let Bailey kick think, her ass? Ronda will break her arm in two seconds flat. I think if Ronda comes out like 27... And then Bailey comes out 28, 29, 30. And <laughs> she's the one who eliminates Ronda. That's a cool move because I think that puts Bailey in the stratosphere. And it sets up the, the WrestleMania it. match. Yeah. She's the, she's the GOAT. So that way you get step two. If you don't want Ronda in the world title Here. match, whoever eliminates her is at a WrestleMania. Here's point. another name that might show up. Dana Brooke. Oh, not Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke. I, I was going to say Dana Brooke. Yeah, she's probably in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lacey Evans. I'm sorry, Lacey. Oh Evans. yeah, yeah she's been out for a while. She, she had she had her kid a little while I can ago. I see that. I forgot she about her. Back, yeah. She was great. I don't see her winning. No. Who's a bigger pop, Ronda or Paige? Paige. Uh, probably Paige. Paige because yeah. we've seen Ronda three years ago. We haven't seen Paige in what seven? forever. Yeah. Yeah. And then for the men's rumble, this is where I'm like, I don't know who's since you porn. Yeah. Since her and Xavier's match. Yeah. I don't know. Jesus. And then, then Oscar wasn't that Xavier and Brad Maddox? Yeah, they had it. It was, it was there, Brad Maddox. So it was a handicap match. Uh, and then <laughs> Skylar Lowe was there too. <laughs> He's a cameraman. And so I got the, the low shots. Yeah. And uh, I don't know who's winning the men's rumble. Like it could, it's Big E. Like it seems like it's any, unless Roman gets in there. Roman loses the title of Seth, and then he's in it's, the rumble. It's, I mean, wait, I think I your safe ones is Big E. Big E. Brock. If he's Brock. Um, Brock's, Brock's Drew McIntyre. Yeah. That's your that's your three. Yeah, I can't wins. see anybody else winning. How about uh, Shane McMahon? Yeah, there we go. Here it's, comes the money. Almost in it. He could be. What if v, uh, Vier shows up at the Rumble? He... Vier Mahan. Ah. Yes. No, he's coming to Raw. <laughs> no, that was twist. Is, is almost in it because if he's so. in it, no one's picking him. Oh God. And he's a big guy. You know he's going to eliminate ten he guys. He's in the rumble. He he's he's going to eliminate ten guys. Probably that would be a WWE move. Yeah, I, I don't think they think he's ready for a WrestleMania main event though. So I don't think he's going to win it. Yeah, and I agree. Is, he's not ready for a main event. Main event. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean main event. This shitty show that no one watches. <laughs> Which they have a big match this week. I think it's a uh, Roddy Strong and T Bar on main event. That could actually be pretty that good be pretty if they let him wrestle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Roddy Strong showed up on Raw like a little like Did a he? teaser. Oh, it was on the uh, it was on the ex- web exclusive. I think it was on. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because uh, the rumors are that Roddy and Champa yeah. are are going to be making main roster debuts. So there's two names that you might see in the Rumble. I can see it. I don't see a, a good future for. If I have any NXT people in the Rumble, the rumors are Braun Breaker and Gunther. Oh, Gunther. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So yeah. let's uh <laughs> let's check the chat real quick. We got one in here. It says Andy Header, PPW Iron Man for the Rumble. There it is. Yeah, the, when is the Rumble? Uh Saturday. No, no, the, <laughs> the PPWs. Uh, they, how many years is that? They I think I think they change it. Yeah. 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 I don't think it has a they set. just did the one in in September during the anniversary show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like yeah. an encore one. That was like the AEW Rumble. Yeah, yeah waves. Take, yeah, the I didn't like that as much. I don't like the waves. Well, that show they there was already. Yeah, I watched yeah, an indie show where they did a rumble, mm-hmm. and they did almost two to two and a half minutes in between each person, and stuck to. That's it. good. If there's five people, <laughs> and they stuck to it the whole. Sh- like they didn't even do like a spot where it's like uh, even GCW was like, spend what uh, fifteen seconds to get somebody yeah, out yeah. there. I'm yeah. not gonna pat my back, but when I ran a rumble backstage, it was on time. Yeah. Well, how, what was the time in between people? We we shoot timed it, uh, because the timer was the video that we put up on the screen, and the first interval, this is a. Uh, it was supposed to be 60 seconds between the first was actually 75 and then every other one was set it was legit 60 seconds because that's when that countdown clock started that's it was automatic that's an yeah raw uh that's they funny. did it with one year it was two minutes and it was like oh this is taking two minutes a long yeah. time 
two minutes is fine for a TV rumble or for an an indie show rumble. Oh yes, it's too much. No indie, no. But for the the rumble now, like ninety seconds. Even they say two minutes is usually closer to ninety seconds. Yeah, Yeah. I've been watching a lot on IWTV, and it was a it was a long rumble. It took a long time. So uh, it's a good show. Just the rumble took forever, especially if you're not familiar with the promotion and you're waiting two yeah. minutes just for the next name. And then you don't know who it and is. And then everyone pops, and you're like, <laughs> I don't know who this is. Apparently, uh, Johnny Knoxville is bringing corner men to the rumble. Mm. Oh, he have, wins. He'll have Pontius Stevo. Bam, Bam Margera. No, Bam. I don't give two shits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's get in. Does anyone have anything else? Uh, the two big title matches: Roman and Seth. Brock and does, does Roman lose? I say no. I say no one loses. It yeah. seems like Roman. Yeah, he wins. Yeah, it seems like Roman might lose because the idea is Roman Brock. Uh, for the, you would think it would be for the Universal title. I think it would be the SmackDown title. Yeah, match. is is Lashley going to be Brock? No, no. I get maybe they flip the title somehow. I don't even watch I, the product, and I'll say no. I watched it possible. for five minutes, and I saw a spelling bee this week, and I was like, oh man, no. <laughs> it was a good spelling. A bee, spelling bee that really they, a spelling really? bee that they messed up. Yeah, because Otis messed up the Otis, word. Otis was supposed to get his word right, and he got it wrong. Oh my god! Yeah, they they they. they so the between between Big that Otis. between that spelling bee and then Alexis segment, I saw that, and I was like, oh, I, I I'll leave it yeah. on, but I'm no longer interested. I'm Raw, to- yeah, I totally Raw missed the the, the AJ noise. Styles Austin Theory match, yeah, but I, everybody was, said it was great. That I'm was like, right after I gave the up. bullshit, and I said. See, I'm sorry, AJ. I'm out. Yeah, I see, enough. I did too. I mentally just checked out. And, I, I'd rather catch Pokemon at that point. And also, uh, <laughs> Squirtle. There, there was also yeah. a decent match with Gable and Squirtle. Randy Orton. Who cares that the spelling bee thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, in the chat, Brittany says I'm picking almost for the men's rumble, and I'm Ugh. taking the huge gamble here, but Lita to win the women's. I th- it might be possible to, yeah. than her and Charlotte. I think they hurt the character, uh, character of Roman, making him look weak. Always, uh, always needing to help to win. But well, that's that's classic heel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they definitely messed up the spelling bee, Ryan Vox, in the chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Otis just got his word wrong. Yeah. I'll tell you after what. years of not watching the product and I have tuned <laughs> into that. Yeah, it was like, I'm oh. hoping I'm hoping that if she uh, if she is in the, the Royal Rumble, this is where we get the the segment where we just find out that, that Otis and Mandy Rose are still together and just super happy. They're just heels now. Yeah. I, and then what's the segment uh, with uh, Cameron where she comes out and uh, Alicia Fox and Melina are in the ring? <laughs> and she just doesn't know what to do and then gets thrown out. That would yeah. be great. Because she's an idiot. Yeah, I don't know. I was really, really excited for Rumble, but if some of these new rumors are true, I'm probably gonna fucking be so disappointed. <laughs> I think the Rumble is always entertaining, even if there's shitty people. In there, there, there is a Rumble because that had me irate. Oh, and I fucking was like, this is the worst. You worry about the booking? Ninety nine. The, the worst. No, the worst the Rumble. One? And then by the time that it was over, I like it was fucking genius. Four? Re- more recent. The Lesnar when Lesnar went and eliminated almost half the Rumble by himself. It was yeah. a good Rumble. Huh? It was a really good Rumble. I thought yeah. that was pretty good. As the Rumble was going, I was like. It's this is how they're they're literally gonna he's he's gonna do this all, like the whole and I was like this is that's fucking, how you're supposed to feel yeah. it's supposed to make you mad I hated it, it. Awesome. I hated it and then when Drew did I'm like oh that just put Drew in another stratosphere yep. then the pandemic hit yeah yeah that was the whole booking scenario I just I just can't see a scenario where Ronda comes out and I'm excited and wins I'm excited to see Ronda back yeah but I also think it would put a huge it would even set it would set the women's division back even more agreed. Yeah, I don't think so. Because right now the women's division, I mean, we're all rooting for Bailey, mm-hmm. but still at the end of the day, they only push fucking the same four women every. Bailey was getting pushed pretty. She was exactly. Yeah, they push the same four women every single month, every now it's single be year. Fine with Ronda, exactly. And it's just like, man, there's some fucking people there that you can like. No, but, but Bianca's kind of getting pushed. So is Dewdrop. If yeah, Bianca yeah, doesn't get an opportunity, to win a title. A title. If Bianca doesn't get an win. opportunity to get a title back after being squashed the way she was, it's criminal. 
how'd she lose? She wouldn't. She be, got squashed in 20 seconds yeah. at Rumble. Becky main event, like main event, at main, yeah. uh, WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Who did you wrestle? Becky. Becky. Becky, Becky came, came back. out, rock bottomed her, win the match. See you later. I have no memory of that. It was yeah. SummerSlam. Was it? Well, it was SummerSlam. I was just yeah. going to say, oh, SummerSlam. Again, yeah. don't even watch the product. It just was, watch the news. And I, I can remember it was supposed to be Bianca against Sasha, but Sasha was hurt. Actually, neither did I because I stepped out to get the food and I came back from literally walking to the front door, handing a pizza box and came back and it was over. Yeah, I didn't see SummerSlam. It was supposed to be Bianca against Sasha. Sasha got hurt. They were like, Bianca has a. A uh, a mystery opponent. It was Carmella, and she beats Carmella, and then Becky's music hits, and they do the big thing, and uh, Becky beats her in thirty seconds. Tyler says Brock and Ronda, two former UFC champs, win it. How about this? Kane Velasquez Oscar. and Misha Tate. Oh. There it is. Oh no 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 no. Uh, Marina Shafir. Sorry, Marina Shafir. Oh. Misha Tate's actually going to be on Celebrity Did Big it, Brother. Is it one? Of, is it she an Impact Tate. now, or is that uh... AEW? Marina's probably going to some AEW. Oh wow! And that's Roddy's wife. So yeah. that's interesting. Wonder where Roddy's going to go. Wonder where his friends are. He's oh. do he's doomed on Raw, Roddy, and and SmackDown he's doomed. He'll be yeah. just fine in AW. Yep, he'd be just fine if, in anywhere, anywhere but, yeah. but Raw, Roddy, SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Yeah, um, yeah. Any any other picks in the chat? Put them out there. Uh, you guys have anyone else? Any other shockers you have? Uh, I can't say because there's I, always again. that one random person. They're like, oh well, they got them. Like yeah, Carlito. Like, yeah, yeah. Or Jillian Hall. Jill- if anything, anything, if anything, I'm gonna say AJ Styles because I saw that thing in the chat that was saying it was gonna what that was gonna predict it that the rundown of the show somebody had leaked. I guess. Uh-huh. Or did I see that in the chat or I somewhere might, else? I, oh, I, I, I might have been on Twitter or something then. So AJ Styles was supposed to be the winner. So I don't mind AJ. I'd be okay. That's an out of left field one. AJ yeah. and Seth at WrestleMania for the title, and then Brock and Roman in the other match. Maybe I'd be fine with that. Yeah, that, that, that's, that looks pretty good. Like then it's not going to happen. I, yeah, if it looks pretty AJ good, win. it's going to be the year of happen. Seth Rollins. He's You're definitely like, winning the belt. Yeah, him and Becky are going to be a super power couple. That's I'm so point. over Becky. I, I, I don't like too, Becky anymore. But, but, what the but hell with Seth Rollins, I think that's a. She's not the man anymore. Because she can't be the man. She can be the man. Yeah. Well, people want to cheer her, and then they say, "No, be a heel." And that was just. And that people are so. She's having her uh, post WrestleMania 17 Steve Austin moment. Yeah. yeah. When she she when she was Steve Austin, and she was not trying to get the cheers or the heels, she was just being the the badass character. People where she was supposed to be the bad guy, it worked. And now that she's Stone Cold trying to force himself to be the generic heel, where he's, you know. Like running away from people, people fucking hate that. Yeah. Like, and plus, if the fans want to cheer somebody, you keep. Let, uh, I mean, her look even has changed. I think I, yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of it. I'm just yeah, not me a too. Fan. But like, as long as you keep the person they want to cheer bad where they can't cheer them, eventually they're gonna just be like, all right, then we just don't care. That's probably yeah. Seth Seth Rollins' influence. Look at his yeah. uh, attire. I think both, <laughs> I love his attire. They're both around that. Oh they're both God. competing just to see who can wear the most ridiculous stuff yeah. at yeah. this point. I kind of want uh Seth to possibly team I mean I know Sammy just resigned so maybe we can see I'd rather this tag team where Sammy and Kevin goes for the tag team championships I think Sammy's an outside chance to win the Rumble no way he's, no he's, he's he's always due I he's will bet due. everything I own that yeah. he does not win the Rumble <laughs> I would love to see Kevin Owens win the Rumble that is more plausible uh, yeah. than Sammy winning yeah it. that's possible but I want to see Kevin win the tag team champion just to be a grand slam yeah they want all titles everywhere just about then that's all he needs and i think him and him and sammy as tag team champions would be fantastic i couldn't tell you who doesn't does not have the grand slam thing there is nothing i care about less than the, that whole grand slam yeah i don't care either thing. i mean i'd be quite cool. like some tag champs because they never went there but yeah not just to say because he never won that but he has also never won a rumble so i'd like to see that too. i yeah. used to care about that until everybody won every title which is what happens now yeah yeah well miz is a two he's the only two-time grand slam i don't give a shit <laughs> maybe maybe Miz will win the world 
That's a guy who they literally made two a two time Grand Slam probably by accident, and because they don't give a shit either. They're yeah, like me, and and then if they don't give a shit about their booking, I'm not going to either. That's where I am now. <laughs> That's very true. I am. I refuse to care more about their booking than they do. Yeah. <laughs> You're, yeah. That's that's what we've always found this trap in this podcast. Yeah. Yep. We overbooked WWE like what yeah. it would actually be cool, and then it never happens. Um. Yeah, like Goldberg winning the rub. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> Blasphemous. <laughs> Can we say it's cool so it doesn't happen? Yeah, let's just say it's cool so it doesn't happen. All right, Goldberg's not Final cool Four is Goldberg and, and Shane McMahon. Avir. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> Rodbox <laughs> is rooting for us in theory, but I'm thinking Big E, probably Ronda for the women, but Liv would be fun. I think Liv would be a good time, too. I can't see it. Maybe Big E. It was Becky's call to turn heel, sadly. She made a mistake. It's yeah, exactly she... what Steve Austin did, too, in, yep. uh, in and, and now he says it was a dumb idea and he should have never did it. Yep. And that's why I wrote Becky. You was. never want to kill the goose that laid the golden egg. No, no you don't have some do that's that. like think of how big Becky was when she was busted open and bleeding, and like how, she was like the number one. You're welcome, Nia Jax. Yeah, store uh, superstar. Maybe Nia world. Jax is gonna come back. I, I can see Nia. You really have to have the it factor to to sustain that every single week. And it's come a little closer. It's, well, she she had it though. She, she and I didn't even, like I said didn't watch the product even then. She became big and popular after i stopped because i still liked her when she was steampunk becky from nxt that was years ago yeah so sustaining that those it's really tough steve austin is a a rare breed Mm -hmm. but to to sustain that i mean you have to have good booking too i Mm -hmm. mean they have to book her the right way and if they don't that's going to collapse it's like they can't they can they can only book heels in the company uh unless they're becky lynch right now yeah you cannot they cannot book a baby face. No, yeah. they forgot how to they're do They're not it. great at booking heels, but they're way better at that than booking. Ba- the only good yeah. baby face right now is Brock Lesnar. And it's and he, he's doing that's all him and Paul. Yeah. Like that's all him, like just wisecracking with Corey Graves. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get into our next topic, I want to put another thing in the chat for you guys to check out uh, our website. So if you want to check out our Tornado Tag pod- Podcast website, I'm going to send you right to the review page. If you leave a review in there, uh, we will read it off on the next show. It does help us get some feedback and uh, all that. Oh, I'm sorry. That's register as a guest. If you want to register as a guest, you can do that too. You can, you can be uh, on the show and uh, I will pull up the review as well while we're here. Uh, but also, yeah, you register as a guest and you can be on a future episode of tornado tag podcast uh, on that link. And then this one here will be to leave a review and we reread all reviews on the show. If you want something plugged, uh, if you want your own thing, Give it a quick shout out. Leave a review. Give us some feedback. Tell us what you thought about the show. Well, let's get into our main topic here, Brian. And the, that would be uh, two people who will not be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, the Hardy. Allegedly, I don't. Think I think uh, I'm pretty sure Matt's not going to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would kind of be breach of contract. I'm clearly joking. They're not going to be there. Well, the Lita is, and she was a big part of their act for a long time. There it is. So, <laughs> Michael Hayes be in the Rumble? Maybe. Dude, 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 gotta win the Rumble. Yeah. All right, the Hardy Boys, like the history of the, the new Hardy brood. Boys. Let's yeah. call them what they are, the new brood. Thank you. They were for a second. So uh, let, let's go back to the very beginning. Matt Hardy is the older of the brothers. He was born. Yeah. Yes. He was born September 23rd, 1974. And then you have Jeff, who was born August 31st, 1977. Oh, wow. That was my dad's birthday, August 31st. Uh, and so Matt grew up in Cameron, North, well, they both grew up in Cameron, North Carolina. They're brothers who grew up together. That's how it works sometimes. I think they're uh, still there. Yeah, I think they're still in Cameron. Uh, sad, sad here. Uh, their mother, Ruby, did die in 1987 of brain cancer. Their, their, uh, their father was a tobacco farmer. Uh, that is tobacco country down there in North mm-hmm. Carolina. And Matt left college when his father did fall ill. 
they uh in 1987 the year their mother died they got a trampoline for for christmas and that was where that's like the that is where this was a biopic that everything kind of flowers out yeah. because they start to reenact wrestling on their trampoline that's like all kids do yeah <laughs> In fact, they have the Trampoline Wrestling Federation a few <laughs> years later, and they're wrestling around with all their buddies on their trampoline, reenacting what they see on on uh, on wrestling. And then they kind of go from there into the uh, the business proper. And with that, they they get into contact with a guy named Kenneth Morgan. And Kenneth Morgan is one of those uh, less than reputable wrestling promoters from back then. Mm-hmm. He would just do like rinky dink shows on carnivals. But from there, they they graduate from that, and in the uh, the mid nineties, around ninety two, ninety three. They meet up with Gary Sabal, who, if you're an old school NWA fan, you'll know him as the Italian Stallion. He was a lower card guy for uh, for Jim Crockett promotions. He would do TV jobs. I think I saw him once at the Civic Center. Now back in the late eighties, and they always would say I was like the world spaghetti eating champion. Uh, that Jim Cornette would always make sure to mention that when he would do because at this point, uh, as Gary Sabal, not as the Italian Stallion, he would do TV jobs for WWE or WWF at the time and. And Jim Cornette was doing a lot of commentary like 94, and he would always point that out. But Gary Sable, the Italian stallion, he re- he ran a thing called the Pro Wrestling Federation. Very original. Yeah. The, uh, the PWF, the Pro is. Wrestling Federation. Their, their big show, their big show of the year was called Wrestling Mania. Wrestling <laughs> Genius. It's like the toys you buy at like Rite Yeah, they're a cheap knockoffs. <laughs> Dollar General. Buy the Wrestling Mania. Yeah action yeah, figures boy. yeah back in the day some of those dollar stores where everything was a dollar you had the little wrestling toys like yeah wrestling stars that are super or something yeah <laughs> and so so they uh the hardys get involved with the pro wrestling federation which is uh italian stallion and uh the main guy helping him out was george south who was still mm-hmm. around he's in the nwa still yeah uh george south has been responsible for helping make a lot of careers in the carolinas and so that's where they got their initial formal training and they they were self-taught they, they i don't think they ever went to wrestling school no i think they're probably they, they did their uh they were it was the early days of backyard wrestling like most people think backyard like they think the hardcore stuff but this is just kids jumping around on trampolines doing wrestling moves and they go to like these county fair wrestling shows and then they're doing little indies and before you know it really before you know it they're in the wwf they're in the WWF in 1994 because when WWF would run anywhere near North Carolina or even really down south, they would call Italian Stallion to bring in the enhancement talent. That's that's what they would used to do. They would just have their guy locally that they would call and just bring a bunch of guys. And that's what you that's how they used to really get a yeah. lot of enhancement guys back in the day. The big guy for uh for Jim Crockett promotions was Mike Jackson. Yep. And, and he the would monkeys. do he would bring in the Mulkies. He would bring in Tommy Angel. He would bring in all the guys. He would do what he He still wrestles. He's like 65. He's still really yeah. good. Or at least pre-pandemic, he was still wrestling. But for WWF, when they would run the South at this point, it was it was Italian Stallion. And so in 1994, Matt is 19, Jeff is 16, and they start working as enhancement talent. And we're just talking about 16-year-old not wrestling yeah. in New York. Jeff Hardy, we put the link on our uh, on our Facebook page today. There is a, he's called uh, Keith Davis, not Keith David, Keith <laughs> Davis. And he is, uh, there's a video we put up on the Facebook page today of him, 16 years old, wrestling Razor Ramona he Monday Night Raw. He wasn't a small 16-year-old oh. kid either. No, he wasn't. I mean, they were tall. Yeah. Like, for well, I mean, not when you're next. If you would have said this kid's 16, I would have never believed you. Yeah. I mean, you'd be like, oh, he's young, but not, you'd be like, eh, 20. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yep. That's probably how he got away with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was 16 years old at the time. Did he work that match first, or was he a doorman first? 
I don't know where the doormen. Uh, that was King of the Ring 94, wasn't it? They were the doormen of this King of the Ring. Right after they were the doormen for, yeah. for that King of the Ring. So if you go back and watch King of the Ring 90, 90, 1994, there's two guys in like gesture costumes and they're Are opening. Are you sure that was 94 or was that 95? Am I, one of them. And there, there's two, a uh, black haired kid and a blonde haired kid. And they're opening the doors for the entrance ramp because for uh, the pay-per-view. And it's the Hardy Boys. That would be fun because I was at King of the Ring 95, but I didn't see the doormen because I was, uh, it was at the old Spectrum. And where I was sitting, it was in the seats behind the door. So we were like, be able to see it at all. Like, if it was wrestling now, we would have been, they wouldn't have these seats open because it would have been behind the Titan truck. Yeah. But it was fun because 95. That was the one I was at. So they were, they were the doormen at the 95 Rumble. I uh, remember watching it, but of course you didn't know that at the time. If you uh, if you have if you have gotten to this point where you haven't watched that show, don't. It was awful. Yeah. It is one of the worst pay-per-views that ever happened. Skip that one. Uh, one yeah, of the more fun. <laughs> what uh that if you want to see Savio Vega wrestle four times, by all means watch the show. I didn't. Savio Vega don't even want to watch Savio If, if you want to watch uh, a King of the Ring final uh with Savio Vega and Mabel, <laughs> where the loudest chant by far is ECW, yeah. <laughs> watch that show. There it is. If you want to see Bret Hart in a rare bad match, watch that show. Did he wrestle? Uh, it was an okay match. It was Jerry Lawler. Oh. Bret and Jerry Lawler never really clicked together in the ring. The feuds were good, like the stuff outside the ring. Yeah. They didn't really click in the ring. Um, the best match on that show is probably the roadie against Bob Holly. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Roadie's a goat. And, and, because uh, I, I wasn't as plugged into things. Like, I, I knew what was going on. I was like, this was 95 I was 12 at the time uh about the turn 12 and i'm looking at king of ring brackets like okay we're gonna get second round Shawn michaels and the undertaker yeah come on Shawn michaels and the undertaker second round it's gonna be great and then uh Shawn michaels and comma go to a draw so they're both eliminated from the tournament <laughs> and mabel beats the undertaker like oh, as he should have King Mabel, you're talking here. Well, he wasn't King Mabel yet. He yeah, wasn't he was become King Mabel. Mabel. And then the best part about that is, like I said, it was behind... the rockets to him. They tried. <laughs> he was King Viscera. It's just the weirdest name ever. It's like a punk band. Yeah. It's like King Diamond and King Viscera. Yeah. Uh, no, I, the funniest part about that is because the stage there where they crowned the king was there too. So I was behind, where I was sitting was behind it. And you could just see people throwing stuff and like stuff landing in his <laughs> crown and bouncing out, like bouncing off his head. Yeah. Like they threw so much stuff at Mabel at that show. So anyway, back to the Hardy Boys. They they did hold the door in that. So that would have been after this. But yeah, from 94, 95, they're on. They they did do a lot of TV jobs where back then the the jobbers getting paid $150 for yeah. for uh, a night of work. And it's funny if you go back to the 80s. The highest paid people on those 80 shows, like Wrestling Challenge and Superstars, the highest paid wrestlers are the jobbers because the wrestlers get paid off of the house or the house shows that was and pay-per-views and stuff. So they work TV for free because it's like you're you're advertising yourself. Yeah. And only the jobbers got paid. But here, the things are obviously different in 94, and the, the jobbers make 150 a show. And the Hardys alleged that um when yeah. they would do this italian stallion because he booked them and he was doing the transportation like that 150 you're giving me 100 yeah it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah so so he would take 100 from each of them mm. and one time he's still st more money than a lot of independents yeah. some people, yeah. Yeah. Some, people yeah. still don't, some people still don't get paid hardy boys 95 money yeah well i mean this this is wwe <laughs> they're in yeah. like they were getting paid 50 on the indies <laughs> they were getting paid 50 in the pwf yeah they're probably uh, not getting anything yeah they were they might be getting a hot dog um <laughs> So they worked ECW. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and tetanus. 
so so after this happens, there's this one incident in early 95 where uh, Italian Stallion strands them in Charlotte. They have to go to, I think, Wichita, Kansas or something like that, or Augusta, Georgia or something for a show. And he just leaves them in Charlotte and they get there on their own. And they're like, yeah, he stood us up and he still wants us hundred dollars. Like, He's taking a hundred dollars from you. Uh, so it was either Pritchard or Pat Patterson. They they cut ties with Sable shortly thereafter, and they just started booking the Hardys directly. And then eventually the Hardys start uh, becoming regulars. Like if you look at back at like superstars in Raw ninety five ninety six, there there are a lot with their colorful outfits and headbands. Yeah. They look like the Young Bucks. Yeah, Matt Matt had the, the the thing that just said Faith down the leg. I yeah. remember that one. And then they had the the Daisy tights. Remember? Yeah, that? yeah. they were the rocker. They were they were rockers two point Every Kinda. every tag team like that wanted to be the rock. Yeah. Yep. Uh, to the Young Bucks. That or the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. Yeah. Who the Rockers want it to be. Yeah. Uh, but so one of the other things that did, they wore masks sometimes as the Jinx Brothers, <laughs> Ingus and Wildo Jinx. <laughs> Where did they get these names? Yeah. They had a few shots in uh, Smoky Mountain in the USWA, but nothing too, too regular because besides WWF, they were mainly doing their own thing. Uh, they started, uh, them and a friend, Thomas Simpson, started the Organization of Modern Extreme Grappling Arts, Omega. <laughs> And uh, and Matt was usually high voltage, and Jeff was either Wolverine, Willow the Wisp, or both, or just yeah. Willow, which he brought back later. And and when Matt was high voltage, they did this thing for WCW, like send your tape in, and maybe you'll get signed by WCW. So he sent in the thing of him being high voltage, and he's like, a month later, uh, that tag team high voltage showed up. Yeah, <laughs> for the WCW power play. Yeah. I forget Kenny, their name. Robbie Rage and Kenny Chaos. Oh, there we go, Robbie Rage. Cool names. They were the Jack dudes, but they weren't very good. And one of them one, uh, was a tag team champion with Scott Steiner. Because really? it was Scott or Rick Steiner. Because it was Rick Steiner and Judy Bagwell. Oh. And then they said, no, Judy Bagwell can't be a tag champion. So they gave it to Kenny Chaos. <laughs> and so he uh, he changed his name to Surge. Uh, because I guess he wanted to use high voltage because of the tag team where he really liked the soda, one or the other. <laughs> And so he 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 was doing that. Jeff is doing Willow. The Hardy Boys look like kids that would drink Surge Surge and Volt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surge was good. Look, Volt I, was good. I uh, that's I, the say, only... I say Volt was not good. Oh, was, I love I love Surge. Surge. Yeah, I see. I don't remember Volt at all. I remember Surge. they were like sodas that like parents were like. You, you can still get Surge. You can't drink that. In fact, uh, we were coming back from a show once, you, me, and Andy, and. I remember when we stopped the burger king, like, yes, I can get surge here. Yeah. And I was so happy that oh, you were you already said your burger was gonna be messed up. Like you pre pre yep. it. Yeah, but they always fuck it up. <laughs> You're like, good. they're gonna fuck up my burger. <laughs> and they got in the car, like, I'm not eating this. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you don't want that. Well, we're just gonna give it to you. <laughs> that's everything he said in the car too i'm like why you, you, you predicted it then yeah i was like why do you this order goes something? back to what we were talking about on tuesday he literally said they're gonna mess i'm like why don't you like like every time i order this you mess it up please don't do it or order something different like you're just lazy i do I, I ordered a chicken sandwich one time and i said no mayo and put salad dressing on it that doesn't even make sense <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't what kind of salad dressing did they put I, on it? It was like creamy ranch. I'm like, what the oh, fuck? Special sauce. What the fuck kind of substitute? Like, how does this compute? The next bad thing, ranch. Yeah. I, well, hey, hey, no ketchup on a burger, and they get in his barbecue sauce. Like, what, you know, it, what, what are we doing here? You know what we have to do on uh, WYLN was you have to throw up uh, Andy facts so they know you're yeah. ordering. Andy yeah. strongly dislikes mayonnaise. Yeah. That's a that's a tease for later. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking one step away from your job, and somehow it's harder. Yeah. I don't get it. Andy Andy hates Dave Thomas and glad yeah. he's dead. Because he puts all mayonnaise on all burgers. <laughs> Is standard. that why you always say it? <laughs> he said it in a different way, but we're just giving Andy facts. <laughs> all right, let's get on. So eventually, in the mid to late 90s, they do become more regular in WWF. They get signed. And that's when they start feuding with the brood. And uh, at this point, 
this is what everybody knows the Hardy Boys. We kind of mm-hmm. went through the early days, but everybody knows the Hardy Boys. Dude, I fucking point loved on. a brood. And yeah, I did and, too. and they feuded with the brood, and then they were the new brood when Edge and Christian broke off from Gangrel. And uh, because for a while, uh, Matt and Jeff were with Michael Hayes. He was kind of making them mm-hmm. new Freebirds. And then he kind of flipped and they were with Gangrel and they were the new brood. But while they were with Michael Hayes, they did win their first WWF tag team titles on June 29th, 1999. Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of the first edition of the Hardy Boys. Um, obviously, they were in- entertaining to this watch. This is the cause... version that's in the WrestleMania 2000 game. Yeah, yeah. those mesh shirts for me. Yeah, it's... like the red shirt. Oh, I, I, I love them. I was like, <laughs> no one wears that. No I one. love the and mesh wear, shirts, and, and then Matt wore... had like the velour, like the velour mm-hmm. t-shirt. Red, so Michael Hayes. Red. Yeah, yeah Michael we, we made fun of it. We're like, who are these clowns? Oh, I, I, I we love cool. we're also it. We were also 90s white kids from Schuylkill County, so you could imagine the terminology that was used for the Hardy Boys. I guess. Um. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't into it. Like when I just remember being a kid now with the the mesh shirt with the with the like even when they were with Lita, I was like, this is Hey, like, we emulated Lita. Me and a, another girlfriend of mine when we were in back. I, 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 I looked at them, I'm like, yeah. I was like the they're, they're trying we had to the do, crop like, top, the the, the cargo with your pants underwear and, sticking and, out yes, we did. above your and, jeans. Yes, yeah. we did. So, I just is, remember being a kid and being like the actual skaters don't dress like that. Real emo kids don't dress like that. And the kids, at the, the goth kids at the mall who wear those, like they were trying to mash up like 14 styles in one character. 90s extreme. And I hated yeah. it. I hated it. Oh, I love it. But this is the thing. Like, this is something that key, you can key into with the appeal of this team. And, and, and especially Jeff. Matt too, but especially Jeff. Oh, is, Jeff caught your attention. Is that he? they spoke to people that most other wrestlers didn't speak to. Mm-hmm. So the people that, it's like I, I always say this about Orange Cassidy, the people that like the Hardys really. Mm-hmm. like they might not be the most popular wrestlers but there's gonna be a higher than normal percentage of people where that's their favorite wrestler yep. that was most if if you were a girl into wrestling in my school you were a hard you were a hardy boys and lita fan yep yeah yep that's true i was but i also liked the brood i liked edge and christian too so mm-hmm. and then after they do lose the tag titles i was the- educated without who was like you couldn't get me away from the Dudley boys at this time and like like the badass characters yeah, I, like Stone I Cold think, the Rock. I think with the Dudleys, Hardys, Edge and Christian, everybody kind of had their their team they liked. I was an Edge and Christian guy. I, yeah. I loved Edge and Christian. Yeah. I they, too. I love that team so much. Uh, just when they're uh, it was when the Hardys were like wrestling somebody and they're they're on commentary like Edge Christian, what are you doing here? Like, well, well, we're gonna do what they call in the business a run in, and they're <laughs> just talking that whole match about how they're gonna run in and beat up the Hardys later, and then they did it. it was they great. were amazing. The five second, the five second yeah. pose, yeah. Was amazing, awesome. I, yeah, I was, I was. I loved Edge and Christian. Yeah, they were fantastic. And so their big match, they they had this big feud, and if you remember, the first thing that they feuded over because the Hardys, uh, they had Michael Hayes and uh, they were the tag team champions and. They lost the titles to the Acolytes in yeah. a handicap match with Michael Hayes. It was the Hardys of Michael Hayes against the Acolytes, and Michael Hayes took the pin. It's like, you're out. You cost us the titles. And then them and Edge of Christian inexplicably start really, really, really wanting to be managed by Terry Runnels, <laughs> of all people. And then because Vince Russo is booking at this then time. We have the Terry Invitational Tournament. Get it? The Terry Invitational <laughs> Tournament. <laughs> the tip. Yeah. Tip. <laughs> that's, get, that's hilarious. I bet Vince loved that. Vince yeah. Russo is I'm also a genius. <laughs> Vince Russo is also the guy who, when he uh, shortly after this goes to WCW and uh, '90s wrestling, baby, and and uh, Landstorm wins the Hardcore title, and they change it to the uh, Saskatchewan Hardcore Invitational. How, title. how yeah. isn't the Terry Ronalds Invitational like sure. tournament T-shirt not a thing? <laughs> the, like just a giant. You T-I. think they probably would have did tried to oh do it? Oh my god, I'd wear I it tomorrow. <laughs> 
and just her with her, her boobies hanging out. Yeah. And uh, so the big the big thing, this is actually really memorable, though, this tournament, not because of Terry Runnels, but because of the, the match. It, was a, it wasn't even a tournament. It was only two teams. It was a yeah. best of five series. And match five, the deciding match is at No Mercy 1999. And it's a ladder no match. No Mercy. It is the No Mercy that inspired that game, too, I think. Yep. Uh, game's awesome. And best wrestling game ever. Still, I agree. Still. And the Hardys win the match. They win the managerial services of Terry Runnels. And they are a fixture in the tag division for several years, several years. Thankfully, along the way, no disrespect to Terry Runnels, but Lita was a much better fit for them. Mm-hmm. And they, they she left Savio Vega. No, no, not Savio Vega. S.A. Rio. S.A. Rio. Papichulo. Yeah. Papichulo. Yeah. Savio never had no women. Not wrestling. No, he didn't, did he? Abdullah the Butcher. Maybe in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah. Because Abdullah had. He's better endowed than some of the women in wrestling. Yeah. But. Yeah, so the, the Lita Hardy Boys, it just fit like peanut butter and jelly. They it, it was such a good mesh together, and more so than like they tried TNA with Trish Stratus, and even yeah. I mean Molly Holly was fun with the uh, the Holly cousins, but nobody really fit their their team like like Lita did with the Hardy Boys. Well, she was uh, at one point she was almost considered like the female Jeff because she was the only woman that was doing like Huna moon Kanaranas and yeah. moon salts and all. And like, she's like, oh, that. So if you were a girl and you watched, oh, yeah. Jeff Hardy yeah. was attractive. He was cute. He yep. flipped. He did not. Every, you had one badass chick that was beating on the and, guys. And they, had this, yeah. they And they were doing the same stuff, but in different ways. And mm-hmm. that was, was like you said, it was like a, it was fucking it was, perfect. It, it yep. was so different from Lita and ECW because I, I was like, yeah, that's miscongeniality. Like her whole thing was she was just gross. Like she didn't do yeah. moons. She bit her toenails. That was her big personality yeah. trait. She does look like someone that would bite herself. Yeah, yeah. she, she had herself. bad hygiene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that was her whole gimmick. And most girls who dressed like Lita in school were, were had bad hygiene. But in ECW, <laughs> in ECW, she wore gear. Yeah, yeah. She had tights. So, yeah, if you were a Hardy Boy shirt at school, you guaranteed smelled like stale cigarettes from <laughs> from when you were out smoking with the cool kids. Huh. Well, it depends if you smoked or not. I'm not saying you. I'm saying most. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. The pants Let's were called pickwear, by the way. I remember the. the name. <laughs> they were like fake Jayco jeans. Or no, they, they, were, they were like no, more cargo like Jayco jeans. Yeah. yeah. They were cargos. Oversized cargo pants. Yep. With chain wallets, like 150 of them. I don't. Well, no. yeah. They, they probably put that. They didn't come with. Yeah. yeah. Have that. I didn't. I that was an accessory you put, and then you wore the instead of the t-shirt. I wonder if they're still in business. I'm gonna look up. Probably not. No. So in the, in the early 2000s, a lot of these teams, maybe not the Dudley boys, but Edge and Christian and Hardy's like, yeah, these guys are so good. We got to start to see if they can have singles potential. And Jeff upsets Triple H at SmackDown in Philadelphia uh, for the Intercontinental title. And I remember this was early 2001 because it was when Austin, it was a two-man power trip. It was right before Triple H got hurt. Austin was the WWF champion, and then Triple H had the Intercontinental title. And they were like the heels running rough shot over everything. And Jeff Hardy upsets Triple H. Then uh, they taped SmackDown on Tuesdays back then, and they aired on Thursdays or fr- yeah, Thursdays I think still. And this is one of the times they spoiled SmackDown. Like if something really big happened, they'd be like, "By the way, Jeff Hardy wins the Intercontinental Title at SmackDown. Tune in on Tuesday or Thursday." I think they did the same thing when Vince later that year beat Triple H for the or the year before beat Triple H for the uh, WWF title. Uh, but he loses it that Monday on Raw. So. In in reality, a six day title reign on TV, a four day title reign, and then Triple H gives it right back because this is Triple H and it's early 2000s, so he's not losing much. And then Matt had the European title for a little bit longer. He beat Eddie Guerrero for it, lost it to Chavo Guerrero, or no, lost it to the uh, Hurricane. I, lo- I love the European title. The European. Title. I always liked it. You're the only one. I liked <laughs> it. The only time I liked it is when D'Lo Brown had it. 
and he was a champion of Europe, and he was from a different place in Europe every month. I, Sean was European champ for me, so that that always helps out. Yeah, D'Lo yeah. was funny you, you with the, the title. You know the yeah, story about uh, how why Shawn Michaels uh, go ahead ruined my childhood more. Bro. You know why Shawn Michaels won the European title, right? Go ahead, tell me. Uh, the British Bulldog was the European champion. Doesn't deserve it. Um, well, that's what Sean said. Uh, he he was the European <laughs> champion. Uh, they're doing a UK only pay per view, uh, so it's in the UK, and it's uh, a ma it's the first I think the first ever UK only pay per view. The British Bulldog is obviously the biggest star in the world in the UK. His dying sister <laughs> is in the crowd, and he dedicates the match to his dying sister. And uh, right before the match, Sean's like, you know, I think I should win this one, and he did. <sighs> It's a good move. Uh, it's good for business. In in and England. Then, in England. And then uh, a few months later, he's like, I don't want that title anymore. So he did the thing where he laid down for Triple H, and Triple H won it. Yeah. And Honorable. You can get a pair Honorable. of kickwear pants for $48.99 that look exactly like the Howdy one. There you go. They're still <laughs> in business. Quote, the worst of all time. They're still in business. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have those. I had the knockoffs from Walmart. I never had any. I, I wanted some, but I never had them. I also wanted Jericho's shirt when he first came there. Do you remember that shiny? Oh, the shiny one. <laughs> yeah. to, to be fair, he was to another Michaels. cutie that when he came in, it was like, oh, okay. To be fair to show Michaels, that's probably one of the rare European tours around the time where he didn't shit in anybody's food. So at least yeah, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. Yeah. Give him some slack. Mark Henry and Sonny were I've on that. I've never heard so, that. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to. Uh, Owen Hart was another champion, European champion I was a fan of. He was good. Uh, I always thought that in the, like, uh, maybe 10 years ago, when Cesaro was the U.S. champion, he should have thrown the belt away and brought in, brought the back European, a European title. Yep. I forgot Kurt Angle was a European champion. He Jericho was a Euro Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was the very first European and Intercontinental champion, except for D'Lo Brown, and he doesn't count. Yeah, D'Lo exactly Brown doesn't Kurt count. Said. Yeah, Diamond Dallas Page is a European champion. This isn't about the European title. Holy <laughs> shit! I'm just sorry. I just, I'm curious now. He's now down the it. European title rabbit hole. Uh, you know who Midian. the last European champion was? X Pac. Uh no, Rob Van Dam. I was gonna say Rob wow. Van Dam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was when they were absorbing all the titles together, and it wound up just all getting folded in the. Also, Jeff Hardy held it. So I don't. Is there a statistic that like two brothers held two like uh, the same singles title? Because Matt was never world champion, right? Uh, that's happened. Brett and Owen were both Intercontinental champions. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's a good call. Never mind. There, there, there probably been a lot of those. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so. The uh, the singles thing didn't last too long. This is the heart of the invasion angle. So the Hardys wind up being the WWF Tag Team Champions, and the Dudleys wind up being the WCW Tag Team Champions, going into Invasion, or not Invasion, Survivor Series, where they're ending the invasion angle. And they're unifying the titles, and the Dudleys beat the Hardys to unify the titles. And the, the thing here was that Jeff went for a high-risk move, and it didn't pay off, and that's why the Dudleys won, and Matt wasn't happy. So that causes a heel turn uh, right after Survivor Series. They do a match at Vengeance that year, and Jeff beats Matt with Lita as the referee. And then the next night, uh, Matt beat Jeff and Lita in a handicap match. And neither one of them were good. Like, when they would wrestle each other before they did all the goofy deletion stuff yeah. later, the matches were bad. They were pretty bad. I think they'd be good between two brothers. Yeah. They work together all the time. Or... Yeah, and usually if you're, you're close to somebody, like literally brothers or close enough to be brothers, it just well the shit out of yeah. one another. Yeah, but I mean, also um, you're you're wrestling inside WWE system where yeah. you have to wrestle a well, WWE back match. Then, back then they weren't that crazy like that. Like okay. people were they had a little more freedom. I think back before uh, Vince was like, "I won the war, and now we're going to micromanage everything." Yeah. So they they put them back together almost right away, and they uh, they were in a in WrestleMania that following year was when they were in a four way tag match. Of Billy and Chuck wound up winning for the tag mm -hmm. titles. 
And shortly after that, that was uh, that was WrestleMania 18. And then right after that is when Brock Lesnar shows up on Raw the next night. And his first program was with the Hardy Boys. And he basically, it wasn't quite a handicap match. I think his first match, big match, he beat Jeff Hardy in one-on-one. But then they did Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman against the Hardy Boys. <laughs> where it's just basically a handicap match where Paul sat on the corner in a yeah. suit. And so uh, Brock wins that match. And shortly after they got, they didn't get split up in the original brand split. They were both on Raw. But then they did a thing where they opened it up because they realized there were way too many good people on SmackDown and not enough good people on Raw. So Happens they, a lot. Yeah, so really quick, Jericho goes over to SmackDown, Christian, Regal, Landstorm. All these people grow to SmackDown or Raw. Brock winds up going over to SmackDown. But when this happens, Matt Hardy goes to SmackDown. And this is when we get the first real uh, full-fledged Matt Hardy heel run is Matt Hardy version 1.0. Yeah, with the Matt facts. Which is what we were bringing up earlier. Matt strongly dislikes mustard. Yeah. Is one of them, yeah. Which is when the graphic would come up, I was like, this is pretty cool. It's yeah, and they would, they would mess up the video so it looked like it was like choppy, like early generation internet real player yeah. buffering video. And it was a good thing. And he would always do the... Uh, really slow like it's loading the yeah. one thing uh it was a fun thing he was the european yeah. champion they did a thing where he was a cruiserweight cruiser, champion yeah. and they did a thing where he had to drop weight for Wait, it. what was his first name surge and then high voltage yeah why didn't you just call shocker it, well, that it wasn't invented yet yeah nobody <laughs> knew about the shocker yet that thing came out to like 2004 it was a little earlier than that was it yeah matt hardy invented it maybe maybe and there was already <laughs> shocker in mexico so maybe there was word of uh, yeah. about that that's a problem he was 1,000% guapo. <laughs> and Jeff, the uh, Matt at this point did better as a single than, than Jeff did because that, that version one character was fun. He had Shadden Moore's his lackey, his yeah. Mattitude follower, uh, his MFer. Yeah, that, they love those <laughs> all the MFers out there. And then for a little bit, uh, Crash Holly was Shadden Moore's lackey and he was the moron. <laughs> and so Jeff, he had that one big match, that ladder match with the Undertaker. He's like, yeah. I'm going to make you famous. And that's where that whole line came from. About No, about DDP was making making yeah. famous. But Jeff Hardy had that really good ladder match for the title when Undertaker was a champion, was doing the big evil thing. But after that, he didn't really do a whole lot. And he, uh, he had an ill-fated heel turn of his own for like a month. And he had his own personal issues. A recurring theme through Jeff Hardy's career is sometimes he was his own worst enemy with... Uh, mm-hmm. With drug abuse and 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 things like that. Did they ever dive abuse. into like, I, I from everything I was always told it was alcohol and pills. Was it was it heavier than that? Um, I think it was mainly that. Yeah. Uh, there might have been some. Other might have been maybe, too. but uh, yeah, it's usually just that. Yeah, I think there were steroids involved, wasn't it? Uh, he like did fail wellness tests, so you don't. I don't think he failed wellness tests or pills back then. He definitely did for alcohol or that whole whole roster. Yeah, yeah. and th- and that's not me casting shade or throwing because listen there was a point where all, they tested for alcohol jerry lawler would have been wrestling well, i'm just saying just yeah. people who are struggling with drug and alcohol problems it's fucking name someone in your fa- friends and family list who hasn't gone through that so yeah. we're, we're not no, throwing shade or doubt no, or anything absolutely and, not oh none, yeah. none of your friends you never had a friend go through it i'm not that i know if not not serious where it's a problem yeah or you they probably haven't you didn't even know yeah it. that's true yeah so so uh yeah just to um kind of hit fast forward here uh Jeff Hardy is cut April 22nd, 2003. He he did a, few, a show with ROH where he didn't really get a great response. Yeah, I can't. He was crowd accepting him. He was kind of uh, in and out of wrestling for a while until 2004. He shows up in TNA. Uh, Matt did the version one thing for a few years, and he goes to Raw as a baby face. This is the point where he is dating Re- Lita in real life, and they put him together on screen, too. But they do the thing where Kane, for some reason, wants to marry Lita. Yeah. I forget oh, why. Oh, yeah, this came. angle worked out great. Oh, yeah. It didn't work out great, but w- maybe my favorite wrestling wedding of all time was the Matt Hardy or the Kane Lita wedding because they did a Till Death Do Us Part match 
And and it was like basically like if if Matt wins, Kane leaves him alone or leaves him alone. But if if Kane wins, Lita has to marry Kane. I I remember and, that's the first time in my like as a fan watching wrestling, even at a younger age, mm-hmm. where I was uncomfortable with the storyline. <laughs> Like wow. I've already watched like a street fight where people are, are like matches where people are trying to steal t- Terry Runnels off of gold dust. And it, yeah. it never really hit me. Like they strongly, wow. strongly uh, alluded that Brian Pillman did some very bad things. Yeah. And it never stuck to me, but I just remember being like the Matt and Lita one. I'm like, Oh, this is not good. Like what, what they're hinting at. Like, I just remember that was the first one where it stuck where for Snitsky me. Was introduced? Uh, a little bit later, a little later a little because later. Uh, Lita has a Have pregnancy, unconsensual yeah. baby with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> But the wedding angle itself was pretty fun because it's just so over the top. And yeah, Lita's just Lita's acting is incredible here. It's just like, I don't want to be here. I hate you, Kane. I, I have to do this, but I love Matt Hardy. And and Matt Hardy comes out and gets choke slammed because he's getting written off because he has a real injury. And then Trish is a heel at this point. Trish Stratus is a heel and comes out wearing next to nothing, like a just a white underwear, basically, but is just gloating so much about Lita having to marry Kane. And, and the the acting in this is well, well, well above wrestling. Even though rest, I know acting standards of wrestling are low, the acting in this segment was well above wrestling standards. Lita doesn't get enough credit for being a good actor as yeah. a wrestler. Um, but yeah, so then you had Kane with uh, they did a match with Snitsky where Lita accidentally gets gets hit and then she loses. It's the a baby. it's a rough yeah. angle, but it spawned a local person to get an opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. so it wasn't his fault. Yeah. It was not his fault. And he'll, so because eventually uh, Lita, she uh, like the Stockholm syndrome thing. She's okay. She with becomes Stockholm with syndrome with her with um, her. Or did she? Because she didn't last with him long. Yeah. Because something happens in real life <laughs> where in 2005, in April 2005. Matt Hardy, and this is, uh, I guess, would have been Facebook uh, or MySpace, even? MySpace. Probably, probably uh, MySpace, yeah. Yeah, because this is definitely pre-Twitter. It was, yeah, a, MySpace. It was Facebook, a MySpace post. I think, yeah, Facebook at that time was only for college, college. Kids. It was, Yeah, remember that? Was, yeah. And back was it still was black Facebook. and green. What, Facebook? Yeah. Or, yeah. College kids. Yeah. So, uh, college kids. Matt Hardy is ranting and raving on uh, MySpace, I guess, because uh, Lita... Uh, his his girlfriend and his good friend Edge apparently had a, 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 a not an extramarital affair. They weren't married, but they had a. Uh, oh, Edge was, wasn't he? Edge was married. Yeah. Yes, uh, Matt and Lita were not, but Edge was married. Was he still married to Val Venus' sister? Was said there? I think this was yeah. one of his second wife because his first wife was, was Val Venus' second sister. wife. Yeah, Lisa. So I don't think she was involved. Another another guy. If I met on a local indie scene, I'd probably be kind of excited. Who Edge? Valvina. Oh, I like, no, I like Valvina. Cannabis. He, yeah, I thought he was hilarious. Uh, Val, I love. I love. Val went a little off the deep end. Yeah, yeah. Val, I wouldn't want to meet. Val's Val. a little crazy. As a character, I was a Valvina fan. I thought no, he was entertaining. I, mean, I, uh, I mean, we did meet somebody that kind of <laughs> shares a lot of Val's viewpoints. So I mean, he was okay, I guess. Uh, um, Austin Aries. Yeah, I was gonna say Austin Aries. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't have a problem personally. He was nice to me. Yeah. yeah was nice he probably said some things when you walked away. Oh, yeah, probably. He yeah. doesn't like uh, chubby people. Yeah, he doesn't like uh, people of size, I guess. People of size. He's size. He, he's doesn't, size he doesn't like a lot. Maybe that's why he doesn't have a job right now. He's in NWA. Oh, is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's doing I the junior heavyweightweight thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I think he's mainly on NWA USA. Oh, okay. He don't like people of size. He don't like people of eating meat. Don't, eating don't meat. Like the vaccine. He don't like people that had free shots in their arms. He don't like masks. He don't like a lot of things. No. <laughs> you have to be perfectly in shape. It's a shame because he, he was really good. He is obscenely talented. Yeah. He is super talented. Yeah. But uh so uh so <laughs> so Edge and Lita have this um this affair and Matt gets fired because Matt was a little vocal about it. And WWE we, and, we, and Edge is on the way up. And, and this oh, of course this, yeah. this 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 
that affair made Edge. Edge was kind of he had a good spot. He was he had probably the money teetering the at that time, but then that kind of he was doing over. well. But this made Edge. I and was out of wrestling at this point. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He he was. Uh, this is what? Two thousand four. Two thousand five. Okay. This is right around the time we were talking about ECW One Night Stand last week. This is around. I that remember time. tuning out of wrestling, tuning back in, and Edge was already retired, and people talking about him like he was the greatest thing ever because he had such a strong singles run, yeah. and I was like. The guy from Edge and Christian had a crazy good singles run. Like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, what? He was starting to come on to yeah. his own as a heel. And then when Lita turned on Kane and went with Edge, it just shot off to the moon, especially because yeah. everybody hated Edge. Anytime we were be like Matt Hardy chance, everybody hated Lita. They, they were, they were a good act together. They had good on, on screen chemistry. And it was a time for wrestling fans to become the smart marks. And they were, they yeah. knew the, we know what really happened. We know what really happened. Where, and it kind of still and true to WWE. Did the right thing here. They they played into it. They brought Mag, Matt Hardy back. He uh they did a thing where he attacked Edge and, as he was walking out, and then they they're pulling him out and he's yelling about him, I'm gonna be at Ring of Honor. And he's like yelling like the day of the show, because they let him plug a Ring of Honor show. And he did some Indies, but he was back within a few months. Yeah. Because he got fired in April. He wrestled Edge at SummerSlam. Uh then they didn't handle it right because yeah, then they beat did, him pretty easily. They fumbled the feud then. Yeah, they did have Matt win a cage match against Ed Edge at uh, Ed. Maybe <laughs> Edge beat Ed at, at, Unfor at Unforgiven. Mm -hmm. uh, but then he kind of gets shunted down the card, and and uh, Jeff is starting to go in and out in TNA. He was doing there's a lot of issues with no shows. He was very unreliable. Was that uh, has, has this thing thing happened yet? No, no, it's okay. a little bit later. This is 2006 when uh, Jeff comes back to the WWE. He's in the mid card. The Hardys get reunited. That's when they did the December Dismember against Eminem. They were a tag yeah. team for a bit. Is that where the fucking ladder hits? What's the name of the face? That was a bit later. That was yeah. when Eminem came back. Yeah, Joey Mercury Jeez. got waffled. Christ. That was horrible. A lot of blood. That was that was the one of the like ones I tuned in or seen like later like as it was like live, but I wasn't like a wrestling fan. I was just like, he's fucked up. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. In 2007, they split them up again, and uh, Matt goes stays on SmackDown. Jeff goes over to Raw and feuds with Umaga for the IC title. Uh, Matt was feuding with MVP over the U.S. title. I think this is when they brought back Saturday Night's main event, and they did the thing where uh, Matt and MVP were always like doing other things, like yeah, basketball contests. Like, yeah. And they're gonna say, then they did on Saturday Night's main event. They said MVP and Matt are gonna have a boxing match, and MVP's like, I can't do the match, but I have a replacement. And they brought out Evander Holyfield, <laughs> and Evander Holyfield was against Matt Hardy in a boxing match and just wrecked him. And like they made it look like you just like it would like it would be in a shoe box. It was yeah. like uh, the Street Profits versus Viking Raiders, but much much better. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they had to do things that, that one of the things that WWE loves now is they wound up doing uh, Matt wins the U.S. title and then uh, or no MVP wins it back, and then they have a thing where they're the wacky tag team partners that hate each other. Yeah, and they beat Deuce and Domino. That. There's a name you haven't wow. heard in a while. Deuce and Domino. You don't know Deuce and Domino, do you? Yeah. No. They were 1950s uh, greasers. Yeah, they look like dice. That's Andrew why his dice name was Deuce. One of them was uh, Jimmy Snooker's kid. Right? Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Snooker, uh, Jimmy uh, Snooker Jr. Uh, they also called yeah, him Sim Snooker, Snooker yeah. for a second. He was one of them. And the other one was Cliff Compton, who was friends with CM Punk for a while. Yeah, he was and, a good mm. dice character. Yeah. How long did they, they last? They had a manager, like Cherry. A Cherry. About oh, a year. Yeah, they had They were really? the tag team champions. Yeah, yeah. on SmackDown. They actually... Uh, Paul London and Brian Kendrick were tag team champions of SmackDown for they about a year. They were never even a video game. Yeah, and I think, I think, I don't think there's some dominant, they may have been in a video may, game. They might have made one of the SmackDown versus Raw. I don't though, think they know? have, because I, even when I wasn't a wrestling fan, I still kind of knew who was there because I would buy the yearly video games. So, so that would have been... I don't remember two greaser characters. It would have been like SmackDown versus Raw 2009. Yeah, or, no, or before that, 
Yeah. If anyone's watching, Google that and see if they've ever been in a video game. There were seven, eight, nine, and then Chase switched there to be like what 2012, I think. Because yeah. usually that runs from Mania of that the year before till then, and then they don't. If nothing really exciting, they might be. I mean, I'm sure there wasn't yeah, a sure. huge clamoring to play as Deuce and Dominic. Yeah. Deuce and Domino. See oh, wait, if Domino, Cliff Compton was Domino. Sorry. Uh, see if they've ever been, because I don't even remember Jimmy Snuggles' kid being in a video game. Yeah, I don't remember I don't any of this now. I was done by this time. Someone but... Google that. Let us know. And then in that November, November of 07, MVP and Matt Hardy lose the tag titles to Miz and John Morrison. Yeah. They were they were around back then. That was their first run as a team. And Matt moves to ECW, the bad ECW yeah, on really, Sci-Fi. The real bad. And he, um, he Matt's got ECW original. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just like uh, Matt Cardona yeah. and uh, just like uh, Ricky Ortiz and, yeah. and Jack Swagger because uh, Matt wins the ECW title in a scramble match. There's one paper that had scramble matches where it was like six guys, whoever was the, had the whoever had the last pin with like at 20 minutes was a yeah. champion. And that's how Matt got the ECW title from Mark Henry. And then he loses it to Jack Swagger. And the belt was really ugly. It had like a Phoenix on, but it was all silver. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was really and uh, Jeff had a nice run. He was he wrestled Randy Orton at the Royal Rumble for the WWE title, uh, but then he moved to SmackDown in the draft in 2008. They were they won. They were both uh, singles champ at the same time because he was WWE champion and Matt was the ECW champion. Correct? Uh, I think yeah yeah. In late 2008, uh, Matt yeah, but nobody really cared about the ECW title. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying they were both the ECW singles. title might as well have been like the, what the 24 seven title is now. Nobody yeah. cared. <laughs> nobody cared at all. Or the European championship. Worse than the European, title. yeah, it's probably worse. <laughs> it would actually now would be like the NXT title, really, yeah, because NXT now is basically what ECW is. It's a show on Tuesday that nobody cares about. Yep, that's what. How sad. E- ECW. And whatever happens, happens. Yeah, it still hasn't gotten any better since we last talked about no. it. No, oh, they they oh, inter- never would. And they introduced a girl that blew up the internet. Did you see that? She's just a singer. She's not even a wrestler. Yeah, she came out on and on, on stage and she sang, and then everyone's just like, "Wait, because well, her movies were out." Yeah, yeah. Very chesty. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the, the bedtime girl, Zylee. Or not Zylee, um, whatever her name was. Wendy yeah. Chu. Yeah. Wendy Chu. She was May Young. It's good to go up. Uh, Wendy who? Oh. Wendy Chu. Oh, that's, get that's it? Her, that's that's her all I've seen is everyone on the internet explode. All the, all the wrestling. Yeah. They're, they're, male genre well, was blowing you know, up the internet because a girl had. Nothing against wrestling fans, boobs. but a lot of them are, are dudes that don't get any action. Yeah. So I understand why they. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. And if you want to argue that, then let's argue that. If I, if I see your page. <laughs> And you're you're someone who produces wrestling content, and that and like that's the only thing you can pull out of a show. Yeah, it's like booby pictures, it's like and ass pictures. unless the page is like tits and ass pictures. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, well, that's right. ninety percent of your content. Well, I see that a lot too. It's just like I can't really take sex you sells. I guess that's what I, they're doing. I yeah. can't take you seriously. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. So yeah, it, they were champions around the same time because Jeff does beat uh, Triple H and Edge in a three way at Armageddon. I think it was 2008 for the WWF WWE title. Dana Yoder said they are in 2K19. Okay. What? Are they? 2K19? Huh. Maybe they brought back goofy tag teams or something for 2K19? Maybe they were scratching the bottom of the barrel and needed somebody. But one of the things that happens here is that while Jeff is a champion, he, for for real, he was having some like real life problems and his trailer blew up. And his dog it's, was in it. This is when yeah. the fireworks go off on him. I don't know, but like I remember the rumor that I was like, oh, you must have had a meth lab in there. But who yeah. knows? You know, that yeah, never yeah, came never out know, yeah. or anything. That's just speculation. Uh, but what happened was somebody was sabotaging Jeff Hardy on TV while he was a champion. And he came out one time for his intro and his pyro went off, and they acted like he got blown up by his pyro. So somebody sabotaged him. And the big rumor at the time was everybody knew Christian was leaving TNA and coming back. 
and everybody was kind of kind of had the feeling that Edge was going to beat Jeff Hardy for the title soon. So it's like, oh, Christian's going to come back and help Edge win the title. No, uh, what actually happens is Matt, yeah, it was is Matt. evil jealous. Matt Hardy. Uh, Jeff is wrestling Edge at the Royal Rumble in 2009, and Matt had just lost the ECW title earlier on that show. And Edge, Edge and Christian are, uh, or Edge and Edge and Jeff are uh, are going at it, and Matt comes out, and they act like they're going to do the concerto to Edge. But Matt hits Jeff, oh. and Edge wins the title, and Christian goes to ECW, <laughs> where he was there for some because he was being punished for leaving. Yeah, um, but he he was the ECW champion for a bit, wow. and so um, so the big match there, the big feud becomes Matt versus Jeff. They do get a WrestleMania match this time. Matt had those weird tights with the key on yeah, them. Yeah, the purple, and they were kind of yeah. cool. And he had kick pads at the time, mm-hmm. and he wins the the Extreme Rules match at WrestleMania twenty five, and then. I believe he uh, beat Jeff in a stretcher match after that. Uh, Matt's drafted to Raw uh, shortly after this, um, but he uh, loses an I quit match to Jeff at Backlash to blow off the feud. And Matt kind of just went right back to the mid card. Mm -hmm. He was feuding with MVP again. And um, Jeff actually does pretty well after this. He beat Edge at uh, Extreme Rules on June 7th to win the, uh, the, at this point it was a world heavyweight title. They flipped it out as a big gold belt. But he was victimized immediately right after winning the title uh, Money in the Bank cash in by CM Punk, mm-hmm. who uh, this is where CM Punk becomes CM Punk in WWE. This is the straight edge versus uh, this is I'm, I'm straight edge. And this is a, uh, a, a drug addict, a junkie. Yeah. And you love him and you hate me. What's wrong with you? Yeah, this was CM Punk really coming in. And was this is WWE once again using. Uh, sadly, another Hardy boy and his actual real life problems. This is what CM Punk did his whole career, though. He I'm saying, it. but just using Jeff Hardy's real life problems on camera for the uh, first time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, this was oh, somebody in WWE's writing team saw CM Punk's feud with Raven and Ring of Honor and just yeah. do it with Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what I I'm think. just saying. It's a, it's, it seems to be a trend with the Hardy boys. Every time they have something personal going on in their real life, WWE's like, hey, let's put it on camera. Not just them, Hawk. Yeah. Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone. Well, I, I can at least say three times that we'll probably talk about where it happens. You can go the back Hardy to boys. Ken Patera. Yeah. They did that. Yeah. yeah. Ken they, like, they like to do that. Jeff Jarrett, they even mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And he came back that hot minute. It's like, why, why even mention it? Yeah. Ken Patera, they had the thing with him and Bobby Heenan where Heenan's called him a jailbird and all yeah. this stuff. And yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, Jeff gets his title back from Punk at Night of Champions, but loses it at SummerSlam. And then the next night, uh, the next SmackDown loses a loser leaves WWE match to Punk. So Punk keeps the uh, the world heavyweight title, and Jeff kind of just leaves wrestling for a little bit mm-hmm. until January 2010. Uh, before AEW, this is the one night that wrestling was exciting again because TNA ran on Monday night, mm-hmm. and on Raw Monday night, January 4th, you had Bret Hart coming back to WWE for the first time since the screw job. But on TNA, is that where he got face to face with Sean. Yeah, 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 and it was the very awkward uh, hug. Yeah. <laughs> But that same night on uh, Spike TV, you had TNA going live on Monday for the first time. And Hulk Hogan is coming back. This is Hulk Hogan's debut on TNA. And they got rid of the uh, the six-sided ring. They had the, the four-sided ring. And Rob Van Dam shows up. And nasty Rick boys. Flair shows up. The Nasty Boys oh show God. up. All Hogan's buddies. And Jeff Hardy shows up. And Jeff Hardy, uh, this is uh, probably his longest run in TNA. He returns on an impact. He's on the top of the card for a while. That their big thing is bound for glory in, in, in September, and or actually, this would have been October because it was 10 10 10, October 10th, 2010. And Abyss is teasing 10 10 10, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming, and they are immortal. 
uh, which is a big heel faction. Mm -hmm. uh, the TNA title is vacant right now because Abyss tried to kill Rob Van Dam. <laughs> and uh, TNA and their murder. I love it. <laughs> hey, people come back for murder, though. Mickey James got murdered and she's back. In I, I love that. James Storm it, pushed her in front of a train. I love that Impact's willing to do that in storyline. I fucking love it. <laughs> well, no, there was, it was an obscene amount of blood because Abyss had this thing called Janice, which was a, a two by four with a bunch of nails hanging yeah. out of it. And it was called Janice because that was Dixie Carter's mom's name. Uh, so that, that was how they got the name for it. And they had somebody else called Serge, and that's because it was Dixie's wife, or husband's name. Yeah. Serge. Was and that because of my heart? I used it one time. No, S-E-R-G-E. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Shelly Martinez was Salinas because that's Serge's real last name. I that's something. Yeah. And so, yeah, Rob Van Dam just got massacred. But so you just see him, like, there's like eight gallons of blood in Rob Van Dam. He's like, Rob's dead. Nah. Rob's not coming back from that. But he did. And and uh, so in this match here, it was Jeff Hardy. I think there might have been somebody else and Kurt Angle for the title. And they were immortal, which is Jeff Hardy, Jeff Jarrett, Abyss, Hulk Hogan, and Eric Bischoff. And they helped Jeff win the title. This is Jeff Hardy's first run as a, a big-time heel. Uh, but it doesn't last long. And this is what you are you were talking about earlier. That's when Abyss uh, got the power of Hulk Hogan's whole Hall of Fame ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to go back that and watch That was pretty that. awesome. <sighs> Does he hold out? Yeah, he starts wearing it. Yeah, it's awesome. There was, there was a lot of good stuff in TNA. Yeah. Then it kind of went down. Though. But I mean, uh, is that before or after Jay Lethal got Ric Flair's No, he was Macho ring. Man. It was time. around this time. Yeah. yeah. Or he got Jay, well, he got Rick, Rick Flair's Rick wasn't ring. there yet. He, when he, he put his ring Rick on there and became Rick. Oh, was he? Yeah. Yeah, one of the things with the miss with that was Ric Flair fell into a hole in the ring. <laughs> that was one of the big big payoffs on that. Yeah. So this we're getting into we're getting, we're into getting the, the sting the sting yeah. and yeah. yeah. So that is Victory Road, uh, 2011, January 14th. Uh, Matt is actually in TNA at this point because Matt gets cut by WWE in late 2010, and in January 2011, his his non compete is up, and he joins Immortal too, um, as one of the other guys, and he loses to AJ Styles on this show. But the main event is Jeff Hardy against Sting for the uh, the TNA World Title. He has that weird one that looks like Willow. The, yeah. The, the custom world title. Yeah, the purple one's kind of ugly. And uh, Jeff showed up in no condition to perform. Uh, who knows what he was on? I'm going to guess booze and pills. And it's the, if you've ever seen the match, it's uh, he's clearly in no condition to wrestle. Keeps trying to throw a shirt to the crowd. Yeah, so they're doing the ring introductions, and it's obvious something's up. And Eric Bischoff comes out, and he talks to Jeff, and he talks to Sting, he's giving everybody instructions. And Which, by the way, going back and listening to this on Bischoff's podcast, mm -hmm. he's a fucking genius, Bischoff. Like the Eric way, Bischoff is not a genius, but go ahead. But in the way he handled that situation, uh, he, 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 he it was done, done very. He handled himself well here. He because no one knew Bischoff was coming out. He's like, uh, they're like, well, you let him out because he. I guess he said he was busy, didn't see Sting and Gorilla. Then when he went out, he went out like in his condition. He's like, yeah. we can't have him do anything. Yeah. So then Bischoff's like, hit my music. And literally walked up to like the referee and yeah, walked up a good thing, audible, and yeah. he was just like, put the mic down. And he goes, pin him as quick as possible. Yeah. Yep. Like, and I was just like, the way it was set up, and he cut that, like, he just got a promo on the spot, did every, like, it was done very well. Oh, Eric Bischoff's a great performer. Yeah. yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of him as running a wrestling company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Sting cinches up on a, I think, a, a small package, and then, well, he hits him with the finisher, he hits yeah. him with the Scorpion Death Drop, and then just puts him in the, the pin and yeah, just, just cinches and it's, up on it. Yeah. So yeah. he can't kick out. And so Jeff takes some time off after to kind of clean up and everything. And Matt has his own problems in 2011. This is a real low point for the Hardys. Yeah, that's when he gets fat and they make that video. And he's like, you got to stop eating from fries because no one likes a fat Hardy. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, and even worse, he uh, he did, he got 
uh, arrested for a DWI that July. And before that, he got suspended by Impact for or in TNA for uh, no shows and being or actually he was being late a lot. And then he has a DUI and he's fired from TNA at that point. And then and I, I, I didn't remember this until I was putting all this together. He put out this video, this YouTube video where it was like Matt Hardy and like the day he was born and then like the certain date. And it was like people were like, was Matt saying he's going to kill himself? Yeah. Mm. Um, and there was this weird thing they because he was dating Rebby at this point. I don't think they were married yet, but they did a video where like he let Jeff tase Rebby. Like they were playing with a taser. Shit. They were doing yeah. a lot of weird stuff at this yeah. point. And so like everybody, and then it was just like this is a new Matt Hardy. He's like, I'm I'm rebirth, I'm reborn. Stronger than death. Yeah. So and people were like, dude, don't do that. Don't yeah. act like you're gonna kill yourself. Like every every like Matt, everybody hated Matt Hardy yeah. at this point. Yeah. And so Jeff comes back to TNA in late 2011. He beats Austin Aries for the TNA title. Lost at the Bully Ray. Did a thing as Willow. Matt resurfaces in Ring of Honor. He's part of uh, their big heel faction. Scum. I remember the Willow thing getting over. Like people being like me, people talking as about much Jeff as Hardy. anything got over in TNA yeah. at that point. Yeah. I just remember. I remember being downstream. like hear people like legit hearing people who didn't talk about wrestling talk about Willow and then talking about the broken Matt stuff. That is where it gets big. Yeah. Because uh, Matt leaves Ring of Honor, he comes back uh, to TNA in July 2014, and they're just doing like a straight Hardys tag team. They're they're wrestling Team 3D a lot. They're wrestling uh, the Wolves, who were a big team at that point, Eddie Edwards and mm-hmm. and Davy Richards, and they do win the tag titles. Uh, but they had to vacate them two months later because Jeff was legitimately in a uh, dirt bike accident. I remember that, yeah. And broke his leg, and then Matt goes into the main event uh, here, and he's feuding with EC3, and they trade the title back and forth. At one point. Matt loses to EC3 and Jeff has to become his butler because Jeff was still doing stuff because he couldn't wrestle. Uh, but they do wind up having a uh, Matt emerging from that with the title, but he loses it to Drew Galloway and Drew Galloway just beats them both up and takes a stretcher out. And that is when we, uh, we have the broken universe yeah. coming into play in 2016 uh, in May. Jeff is- took over wrestling. It did. Oh, yeah. Je- Jeff is bat- back, but Matt is not, but Jeff keeps getting attacked by uh, people dressed as Willow. And one of the imposter willows is Matt. And if if you don't know Broken Matt at this yeah. point, just look it up. I, you can't do it justice by talking about it's it. It's so good. Man. Yeah, it 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 exploded. What this is, is wrong with you? Yeah, it was crazy. And he kept calling him Brother Nero. Yeah, like, and no one knows that's his real. It it was name. so good and got so big. They should have put the title. Fans they have did? been. They did put the title. Fans have been up, itching for it. And they had tag titles. Yeah, fans have been itching for it again ever since. And it, yeah, and it, 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 and it, it hasn't been the it. sin. It hasn't been the same. Yeah, the, WWE really fumbled with it. Then AEW fumbled. Yeah. yeah, to the point where uh, they did leave because of a contract dispute. While over the tag team champions, they show up in Ring of Honor. They had that the little series with the Young Bucks who did a match with the Briscoes. But WWE is coming to Colin. In fact, they uh, the weekend of WrestleMania that year in 2017. They lose the ROH titles to the Bucks, and then the next night mm-hmm. they debut on WrestleMania and win the uh, the WWE tag team titles. Remember biggest we, pop I've ever seen. It was we, huge. Ever. We were at we were at a buddy's house watching uh, Steve Fulton's house watching it, and the music hit, and we we're like, "Holy mm-hmm. shit!" And it was one of those things where like, well, they they're there WrestleMania weekend. They just lost the titles. Can it happen? And it was one of those. It's one of those fan things. Even like today, we're saying like, oh, what if like because that Hardy Boy moment was like, it was the what if, what if it's a long shot, and then it happened. And you're like, oh my god, like you know what I mean? It was goosebumps. It's crazy. It's yeah, the feeling and, that you only get. If you're and I think every single person who's seen the Hardy Boys coming, we're like, we're gonna get this Hardy Boys on the indie scene on WWE. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Well, there, there 
was a uh, there was the uh, the whole rights issue to the character. Yeah, the yeah remember they were suit. Yeah, and but even that- the even they were like hinting, and Matt was and Matt was talking, and WWE was talking, and they're like. Yeah. The, the rights are coming. The rights are coming. We're going to get like, and they kept teasing it and, and teasing it. Impact teasing. needed to get a lot of goodwill and the, they, yeah, they get some goodwill from doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, they do get it back and then had the woke and Matt thing. Yeah, and it, it was, was never was the same. They had the thing with Bray well, they Wyatt. Split Matt yeah. and Jeff and yeah. then they did broken, well, woken Matt and then woken Matt with uh, Bray. Bray Wyatt. With Bray and yeah. then they did uh, yeah. And, and then the leaders was, of worlds. Yeah. He won the Andre Battle Royal the one year because Bray helped him. He came back and helped him. And the Bray and the Bray and Woken Matt was okay, but it wasn't to the same level as what people thought they were going to get in in Impact. Yeah, yeah, it just it didn't scratch that itch. The fans were still wanting. It was like listening to a cover band. Yeah, mm-hmm. because okay. I, because they thought he was going to do the McMahon thing and kind of go behind yeah. the curtain with Mick Miha, and none of it ever happened. It just never it never scratched that itch, and people were like they felt ripped off. Yeah, yeah, and they and they and they wanted it with Matt and Jeff as a tag team. They wanted that that whole universe. Yeah, but since it didn't happen, WWE. Didn't happen. Yep. <laughs> and even in AEW, it didn't really get off the ground. No, no, no. crowd did not help. No, the no crowd yeah. did not help. And yeah. I think if they try it again with the crowd, it well, might Matt, be a lot. Yeah. Matt is convinced, and just from ta- hearing on podcasts, and maybe he's just throwing smoke screens up, but he thinks he, is. he thinks that the AEW crowd wouldn't be as acceptive, acceptive to it as he would hope. But it's something he no. he wouldn't rule out again. I Orange uh, Cassidy, and, and he's been I, I saying think you're gonna see it sooner. Oh, absolutely! Later. I think I think as soon as soon as that whole thing works itself out. But he keeps hinting now that he even said this is the best tag team since me and my brother. So yeah. like he keeps saying my brother, and then yep. he's like, I gotta find. And, and they do, and AW is very good at little things like that. Like they started slowly within the last few weeks, breaking in people calling the Gun Club the Ass Boys. Yeah. Uh, the the acclaim did it. They they made they made sure they make attention pay attention to the crowd doing it on dark and then like even before Danhausen showed up like two people said it in that one yeah. promo yeah yeah it's it's and Matt's been putting out tweets saying I'm gonna put this out every Saturday until we're reunited and it's stuff with him and his brother yeah yeah it's only a matter of time can't wait ever I, I mean bro I I want bro broken Matt has mileage on regular Matt Hardy broken Matt has mileage and and just seeing the like the Hardy Boys independent run and that they're doing an ROH mm-hmm. and the, and the broken stuff and it was just so entertaining and then you came back to the beat and it was like we're just gonna make them nineties hipster kids again I'm like no yeah I don't want that at all them singing their broken song yeah I want them being weird we want the piano like yeah. everyone's like what if the light goes out and and the there. you yeah. know what I mean like and we never fucking got it like give and, us what, that what's his uh father-in-law's name senior benjamin yeah senior, yeah. Benjamin. senior benjamin. benjamin fuck the, the coolest the, prepare prepare the what he said for deletion yeah what was it prepare the battlefield for deletion. what was it, what you are not the referee for my vision or yeah something like that? there's so many good ones just aw giving creative freedom let them do what they want to do yeah just let them go and then two shooting fireworks at each other like, they don't need titles no. they don't need titles no. just skits I always thought the son was the star. What was his name Max? Max Maxel. 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 Yeah. King Prince Maxel. Maxel. Well, now there's more kids. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. have yeah. All, all the kids. Yeah. So it's gonna be Matt Hardy and the Seven Dwarves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just I don't know, man. I'm pumped. I I can't wait for it to happen. I want to see the Hardy Boys back, especially in that tag division. But I want to see the fucking broken Hardy Boys. I don't want to see want. Team Extreme. Me I don't want to see. Jeff and like I don't even care if they, like, they don't even have to wrestle like they wrestle like yeah. they're getting old they don't need to do that no They're more too broken stuff. fucking gimmick it up baby like when he talked to animals and he called former president yeah <laughs> yes I've always agreed with you on that yeah I I want just out of control Matt Hardy yeah yeah way out there it's much more entertaining uh, that's a huge reason why I'm a huge fan of AEW and I know it's not for everybody but I love the sticky stuff man I want 
I want to, like I know WWE does the goofy they, they stuff. They let and people I, be like WWE comedy just feels like WWE comedy where AW just kind of lets people be themselves. Yeah, yeah. Especially people that can do comedy, like Brick can do comedy, mm-hmm. Ars Cassie can do comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain people that can, certain people that can't, and sometimes WWE tries to force people that aren't very good at it to do it. Yeah, I'm not very good talkers. But you will see the Hardy Boys uh, in action. Do you have this in your notes? I do not. All right, oh, so wow. you, you will have the Hardy Boys in action on the independent scene before oh, wow. they before they show up anywhere. Um, I'm gonna fuck this up because I don't know the promotion's name. I can get that for you here, real quick. I, I, I have no idea. I'm going through it. Hardy Boys. Like he's it's Northeast Wrestling, right? Northeast Wrestling. They just had a match between uh the Rock and Roll Express and FTR. Oh, I, yeah, Edge went to that. They don't have a, announced opponents yet for the Hardy Boys, but they are the ones breaking that they will be the first ones. They have to do Hardys and Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, you so. have to. Yeah, yeah. Um, it will be the Hardy Boys 2022 tour begins Saturday, March 12th in Webster Town Hall. Meet and greet at 5.30, mer- first match 7.30. And it's the big time wrestling company, the King of Sports. Oh, okay. Um, it's teaming for the first time in three years, the Hardy Boys. So they're saying this is where the tour begins. Um wonder where it ends. I wonder. I wonder where it ends. Um Ring of Honor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the return of Ring of Honor. Um, They're giving out brand new contracts. I'm pumped, man. They're sorry. If we get the Hardy Boys back at AEW, I'm excited. Back? You mean in? Well, back like together and okay. teaming and broken and Willow oh, and the whole of all of it. Itchweed and want to dig deeper. <laughs> yeah. We get, the, we get Broken Hardys versus T- uh, House of Black. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> I don't know who to put them with. That's a problem. I don't because like best you friends. You can't. Yeah, that's you gotta yeah. have them kind of be with wacky people. Like House of Black's kind of serious, so I don't. I don't want to see that. I know. FTR. FTR can do comedy. Yeah, FTR, but, yeah. yeah. But I don't. I want to see FTR. The box. You get the box. Lucha Bros. A private party. Yeah, yeah. Lucha Bros. Private party would be a good one to start with because because you know how Matt's managing. How cool would be for private party? That's that's the team yeah. you get. Like that's, yeah. that's your payoff. Oh wow, that's yeah, great. That is sick. That would be awesome for them. Uh, anything else with the Hardy Boys? Uh, well, obviously now we have where we're at now where Jeff has been doing okay. He had, he had a nice run with WWE. Uh, just recently released yeah. from WWE for, yeah. for uh, going out in the crowd during a match. Yeah. Pacing out during a match. Matt uh, left of his own accord and went to AEW. Was been doing fine ever since. Uh, I don't know if he's doing fine. Yeah. He's on TV. Har- Hardy Family Office doesn't really do a whole lot for a yeah, lot of They people. are uh, the second worst faction. The first worst faction is QT's. See, I, I think I think they've been entertaining with the whole big money Matt and, and faking the contracts and all that. I, yeah, I, I've liked I it. haven't been entertained at all. Oh, I liked it. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah I liked it. You might be that might be on the list with the uh, Lakers of the European Championship. Yeah. <laughs> <It> works, <laughs> yeah, they are the European Championship of AW yeah, stables. Everyone looks. Well, I like it. Says like. Like, and it's not that the people are in town, it's just the, the position they're in. It's just it's, it's like being in a like the 80s WWE. You know who I really like? The Conquistador. Yeah, that's my favorite tag team. Yeah. When he was trying to when he was trying to fake buy uh hangman page. I don't know. I was into the story. Oh, yeah, was, that, that match was not good. That was not good. Yeah. No. That's like saying WCW, you know who my favorite is? Lenny Lane. What I didn't <laughs> like though is the where Matt where they, they didn't kind of protect him a little bit and let the match go on the match go on longer than it should have with Sammy Guevara. Ar- Aubrey tried to call it, but he wouldn't let her. When he fell off. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only thing I'm mad of AEW that I was like, oh, didn't like that. I thought they could have. Pretty- he was still kind of broken there, but not really. Yeah. 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 Oh, the, the, the I haven't liked that. Broken Matt Hardy in the stampede. The, the stadium stampede. The stampede. Yeah, that was yeah, good. That, that was fun. Yeah. That was good. But at, at the Hardy family office stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's awful. Yeah. It sucks. 
the whole thing where like they were building a hair match with him and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, it and never happened. They, they subbed it out, and Jack Evans got his hair, <laughs> yeah, lost his hair, and probably going to get fired. Yeah, and uh, and now they add Andrade. It's like, oh, you don't know what. To well, do it either. seems like Andrade is going to swindle Matt out of the stable, and then probably break it up. Matt can do the broken. Yeah, thing. Yep. then Jeff can come. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I can't wait for it. I'm pumped. Uh, I think it'll be entertaining. I don't think they'll be tag it's team champions. certainly better than what they're doing with Matt now. Yeah. yeah I, I don't see them being tag team champions. I don't see them you setting, never know, setting the world on fire, but I, I definitely see if you give them enough creative freedom, they're creative people enough to make things work. They almost have enough tag teams to have secondary tag team titles. The U.S. tag team. Yeah. They, <laughs> I can see it. Tony Khan likes that stuff. I wouldn't hate it. Two sets of tag team titles? Yeah. I, well, no. Well, weren't, weren't we thinking about trio? the trios? Tag the trios tag team. that, yeah, because yeah, then they put a younger guy with them that can yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah, them, I was I was gonna say them and Darby, but Darby's there's enough yeah. there's enough trios teams that you can do it. Yeah, there is. With maybe uh, best friends. Oh, if they do the broken thing, them and Danhausen. Yeah, that'd be awesome. There yeah, you go. ROH had them, and then they kind of just forgot about. Yeah, the six man tag. Now. What if Danhausen comes up to Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. curses him? Oh, Ooh. that's how he gets broken, which again. then turns him back yeah, into broken. broken Matt Hardy. Brilliant. Yeah, it like it'd be interesting to see how he turns back. <laughs> oh, wait, hopefully it's not he got hit in the head I'm like oh god yeah. yeah even when they he was about to be fired from WWE and randy orton was beating his head in with the chair oh yeah it's like there we're like go. he's broken again we're getting it they're like no he's fired we're like yeah. shit <laughs> yeah no he's really fired people were cheering people were cheering that randy orton was smashing his skull in because the entire audience thought we were getting broken matt back and then matt did have that good promo then and that's not one for a good promo, well, straight promos. Yeah, the broken stuff is good. Yeah, yeah, and neither of them were. And that, it was so funny because they always talk about how charismatic Jeff Hardy is, and he is. They couldn't for a card but, they, but he, life, was, he yeah. was in his ring and his stance. And yeah, he look, he had a lot yeah. of charisma and no mic skills. When he they was were, like the Diaz brothers, like you want to see yes. them in action, but you don't want to see him in an interview. Right. <laughs> but when they would like sing the, the hey, deletion I, song. But no, here's the thing: like I couldn't, like nobody has their favorite line that Jeff Hardy ever said in a, in a promo. I have my favorite Nate Diaz line. What? Was it Nate or Nick? It's probably both, but go ahead. I ain't surprised, motherfucker. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I still line. use that line. I, I don't yeah. know it, but that's I the line. I still use that line. When, uh, well, the Nate and, what, Nate and Nick were like the bad boys of yeah. Yeah, that's, MMA. I mean, when I say that you don't want to see, you want to see the Diaz brothers in the interview. That's a that's a complete yeah. falsity. But they're not, they don't come off as, they like. They're not good talkers. Yeah, Before, they're good talkers when they're just talking shit. Yes. But so, if they have to have an intellectual conversation, no. they're tough to follow because they're just guys who've been, punched in the face for before yes. she got like super super famous when she was still in strike force uh dave Meltzer and brian alvarez interviewed ronda rousey uh because she had the pro wrestling connection with yeah. gene labelle and the piper stuff and they're like well what are your goals in, in mma because somebody could fathom how famous she got but like what are your goals what do you want to accomplish she's like i want to be the only person in mma that the diaz brothers like <laughs> yeah and the Diaz brothers too, like when they're talking shit, they're in their element. Yes. But if but they they do have strong strong anxiety, especially social anxiety, and being in front of a camera and talking. So most of the time when they're being interviewed, and it's not them being like "fuck you" and they they can't say that stuff. It's him just being like, "I don't want to be here." Mm. Like he just he's just uncomfortable. And it's, what, what was the one guy football guy? Like, I'm just showing up so you don't find me. Yeah, Marshall Lynch. Yeah, yeah. show up so you don't find. Me. Yeah, I'm always speaking so you don't get fined. Calm yeah. room real good. Calm room real good. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything you want to plug to get out of here? Yeah, CCW. That's where I'll be at Saturday, two days from now, in Marysville, Pennsylvania. And Dirty Dango, Fandango will be there. I don't know who I'm wrestling because they didn't tell me. So yeah, I don't know who Fandango's wrestling. Do you know how to ballroom dance? I do not. Oh, you so, should learn. Yeah. Damn. No. 
Um, so it is a good show. It does start at five o'clock, so it's a little bit earlier, so you can get out and go home and watch the Royal Rumble. So that's Marysville Lions Club, I believe it's called. Uh, CCW, just check it out on Facebook. Classic Championship Wrestling. There'll be probably some wild hardcore brawls because there always is at CCW. 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 And CCW. And CCW. Yeah, thank you. CCW. Ronnie says, great topic here. Just so much to cover with the Hardy Boys. Yes. And we did an abridged version because there's Rumble. We had a guest. Yeah. There's a lot going on. He came back and then he won this. You could do like a 10 part series of the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Every one of those little areas could have been a whole episode. Most of our topics could be 10 part episodes. I mean, when you wrestle for 20 years. But we're just, we want to be something different. We don't want to go just weekly content every week. We do a little bit of the main stuff that happens, but the topics. But these topics are just a scratch the edge. This is for you as a fan to go back and be like, man, I remember them talking about Backlund or talking about Hardy Boys. I'd love to go back and check out an old match. Or I remember the Matt fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back and check it out. That's that's all we're trying to do is get your interest back in some older stuff or some people are in general. Go just, watch the Italian Stallion. It is oh. or don't. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe don't. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> maybe don't. Uh, anything else you want to plug? No, just uh, just the CCW and I have my new gear because I got it back the other day. Oh, yeah. I got I got tailored because the first guy just made it rush. Which you you know you don't want to say which one? Yeah, I'll say. Do you remember at all? I know you have tag team gear. Yeah, is it the game? Oh, is that the one you're wearing? No, tag team gear. Yeah, the quantum. Yeah. Okay. I got back in a fit. Now this week for you on Tuesday is what? Not cool in high school? I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it does look pretty good. I had to buy a belt for it because the guy didn't make a belt. The guy, I don't know. He, he took forever, and then it was a rush job. But it, it did come out pretty good. But they didn't fit. They were baggy. So tights, but they were baggy. Yeah. But this, this, the guy that fixed them, they fit perfect. Cool. Now, when we said the quantum gear, if you watch the, the end game when they all wear the white suits. Yeah, when they travel through time. Yeah. They wear them white and white blue. And he has gear inspired. Yes. Making its debut. And I got to buy a jacket to match it. <laughs> yeah. Not right. Where's the show at again? Uh, Marysville. It's right over the bridge, one uh, eighty-one. When you go through Harrisburg, you go over the bridge and then you make a right in Marysville. And, and the you'll thing be, you'll be having, right you'll, there. you'll be having a warm party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you want to plug? I just wanted to plug where Andy's going to be. Yeah, I went and be- I I drove by the other day to take someone to the vet, and I was like, oh, the sign's on. Yeah, yeah. that's because it's for sale. So I figured let's draw attention to the sign uh, by putting the sign. Well, on. I got hungry. And I'm then sorry. I walked You're and not went, the only one. went to open the door, <laughs> and I was yeah. like, "Fucking wow!" You're not alone. Yeah, that's the whole appeal of, of the whole thing of putting the sign on is to draw people to see the sign. Yeah, well, it gets it, for me. I I, t- I I dropped him off, and I was like, "I'm going to get a special Italian. <laughs> see you later." And then, I would have let you know if we were open. And then didn't that. get a special well, Italian. I, this is going. <laughs> I got a special Italian. This for is you. going to a commercial <laughs> feature. I like their hoagie so much. I bought the company. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, there's probably one other comeback that I would love more than the Hardy Boys, and that's Barlow's Mods. <laughs> you want to talk about a WrestleMania pop? Those doors open again? Forget about it. I got some rolls in the freezer. There we go. There you go. I'm totally serious. You All can't right, let so. Charlie's run roughshod. Possible they suck. <laughs> I haven't been there since they reopened, but they suck so long for so many years. You know, <laughs> the last time I almost stopped at your recommendation that you gave me when we first met. I almost stopped the subway. <laughs> that's how that's, i actually posted that yeah that's that's how i became a huge fan of of him is i went on we were me and a sitting with folding like, let's go get something to eat mm-hmm. and he goes where do you want to go i was like i don't know he goes we can go to roma we can go here and i i i was on like pennsylvania skook news or whatever it was like pennsylvania food review or whatever skook i don't mm-hmm. remember best and then someone posted what's the best hoagie to get in school county and him as the farlow's page subway, subway in Pottsville. <laughs> <laughs> i went let's go to farlow's there's idiots that are on there that do say oh, 
that subway sandwich is real good. And, yeah. Oh, but wait, Jersey Mike's is opening yeah. soon. And it's cheap. Yeah. And they're like, I ain't paying nine dollars for a sandwich. <laughs> that was that was my introduction. I was like, that's where we're going. And so he's like, I love their food. Let's do that. Yeah. And I think the first time I went to, I, I thought I, I tried to be brave and order the full size. No, mm-hmm. good good luck with that. Did not even come close. It, it, I don't know anyone who needs a full <laughs> one in one sitting. Oh my god. Yeah. I can have maybe a swimmer. Sitting. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a swimmer. Maybe. I gave it. I gave the other half away to somebody. I was like, I didn't. I didn't. I. I didn't. I, 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 didn't, I wasn't prepared. A power lifter, maybe. Too. Yeah. Remember that when we go to the outbreak show in uh, in March. Remember okay. that that you don't want to get the whole one. Okay. All right. Good to know. Well, what do you want to plug? I want to plug Project Two Hundred Eight Com as I always do. Murder My Dude will be coming out in about two and a half hours. We Whoa. have a new episode. The football playoffs are in full swing, and we are going to be talking about some famous football murders. We have Ray Carruth on the docket. We have Steve McNair on the docket. What are Ray, Ray Lewis? Uh, we did not do Ray Lewis. That, no. We got to say something. Allegedly. Here. Ale- well, he was found not guilty. So yes. Not, well, he and, was, and he didn't even really kill the person. He, he just obsessed. told somebody else to. I don't even know if that was it. That was a rumor. He oh, okay. one, The guy talked crap to him in a club, and then one of his crew mm-hmm. shot the guy outside. Okay, well, we already did OJ. Uh, we didn't do uh, Aaron Hernandez. Maybe next year it's going to be Aaron Hernandez and Ray Lewis. It might be next year. Uh, but yeah, ProjectTuna.com. An look attempted up. murder guy just stepped down as head coach. Uh, what's his name from the Saints? Remember he had the bounties where he said, if you get a guy oh, hurt. Oh, that's 15, not attempted. That's a, he, I mean, that's imagine a, what your payout would have been. That if is a financial incentive. Yeah. We'll pay you more money if you hurt people in the league. Yeah. 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 That should be in all sports. <laughs> Could you imagine how much McVay would have paid you if you would have killed somebody? If, you, if that was a thing, Buddy Ryan would have been in jail in the 80s. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no problem with the bounties. Look, but I grew, Buddy Ryan was my coach growing up. So, yeah, like that's that's fine. Yeah. That's just part of doing business. <laughs> Project2a.com, murder my dude. Anywhere you found this podcast, you'll find us and a new episode in a few hours. Nice. Any Any new news on the other? Uh, no, uh, listen to the show. There's actually some stuff about it in the show. So you, uh, you want to hear about the future of other things on the uh, Project Humano, you'll hear it on, on that episode. Perfect. Perfect. Kelly. Not cool in high school. This Tuesday, we're talking favorite movies. Our favorite movies. movies. Um, Truth Behind the Illusion, last Tuesday. Go back and watch the replay. We're talking about horror movies and different other movies that had curses. Cursed horror movies. Cursed horror so, movies. Favorite movies. Very evil, very cursed. You know what has been sitting in my PlayStation 4 right now for months because I all, my, all the games I play are digital? Porkies. No. <laughs> no. Body Slam, starring Roddy Piper and Dirk Benedict. Oh, dear God. I still have to watch sitting- it. I uh one there was a I, I ordered it on Amazon and there was a day that we we came back from the sanctuary and I was like yeah hey, at the sanctuary I wonder what I want to do now so I, I ingested a substance and I watched Body Slam. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a good day. <laughs> um yeah check out the IWP network we'll throw something else here in the chat I missed a few other ones uh, I won't put them all up and flood the chat at the very end but uh, we are if uh, we if you go on um spotify or if you're on apple please leave us a review it helps us out so so much the audio numbers is what is what gets us in the rankings when it comes to the top 250 oh, so yeah, we love you tanzania tanzania <laughs> still we we dropped we are number two for a solid like couple weeks uh-huh we're Tanzania, now number love us, four. Love us that much? Hey, send us some Tanzanite. That's where it comes from. Yeah. Tanzania. So we are the we're in the top five of podcast for professional wrestling and podcasts in Tanzania, as well as in the top 100 now for sports in general. So and Tanzania is a gateway to their neighboring country, Uganda, Uh-oh. which is why we did work in Kamala on this show. Yes, <laughs> we love us Kamala. That's why I said I would rather see Kamala now than any. Did, ever, you know. yeah. did they have a, a, a location where Akeem 
became a keem or was it just deepest darkest i think it's just deepest darkest wherever that may be yes um, we we just we just bounced out of the top 250 for uh, United States and professional wrestling podcast. So the more you listen, especially on Apple, if you're there, uh, give us a review, share us so more people can listen so we can mm-hmm. go up the rankings a little more because uh, for my endorphins and my to feel good about myself, it does help when I see my my well, the podcast pop. Yeah. In those you, you know what I say? America. Hot chung. Yeah. yeah, Tanzania number one. Yeah. That, <laughs> listen, but, we're leaving the country. If you guys don't pick it up here in America, we're going to Tanzania. I probably would not do very well. I'm a very no. picky eater. I don't like. I don't. I. I I'll never going, have a shovel I'm going, snow. I'm going to collect some tanzanite and then I'm coming home. I'm gonna shoot either a jungle or a desert or possibly both. Maybe. <laughs> just gonna. I just see a volcano there. Just, there. It's, it's not it's dormant. It's, it's, it's dormant. So well, is it near the equator? Way below. Well, a little okay. below. A little bit below. Okay. Yeah. Below. But everything I growing up, I always thought America was so fucking awesome, and every other country mm-hmm. was a shithole. And then uh, researching more, it's like, oh, we're terrible at almost everything, mm-hmm. like healthcare and math and people that are smart. Yeah, math. <laughs> That's why they have calculators. Uh, Education. Yeah. Chipsy my eye uh, is Swahili for chips and eggs, and is a favorite comfort food in Tanzania. I, I can do uh, eggs. Nyama shoma translates to grilled meat. The most common type being goat meat. I'm in. All right, that's the no, goat. I am not in. That's the goat is the go. goat. <laughs> we're we're out of here, people. We're, I'll try the goat. I'll try it. Uh, if you want to support us, we do have our Patreon. It's in the chat now. They, they, there's tiers that go from one dollar to twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. I don't know. I'm sure your little Adam Sandler bit you always do. Dollar twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Total booth Willie. Uh, we've set some goals uh, for the podcast about, as a team, and we're, we said before, like the Patreon, getting more people to subscribe to that would help us out tremendously. And we went from like three people to fourteen now, which is sick. Uh, and it's 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 been really really thank we're very thankful for that. So we want to thank um, Ryan Vox from Outbreak Wrestling, Dave. Um, is that the one I'm not supposed? Oh, Dave Schultz. Oh, it's just, oh, uh, I'm sorry, Saunders. Dave from, Schultz. Yes, yes. Doctor D. Doctor D. Brit Square. Last time I was in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Bridget uh, Malia. If I say your name, I apologize. Wrong, Bridget Malia. Uh, Andrew Hare. Greg Reese. Heidi Blackwell. Ryan Galato from the Field by Hops podcast. Chris uh, Kelly from Crystal Mountain Healing. I always read that. Oh. Had a, put the foot against the horse there. Uh, horse. Uh, Tommy Borsrath. A horse? Of Life. Yeah, I'm fucking up real bad right now. I'm freaking out. How about Patreon? <laughs> Tree of Life with no physical name. shop. Brad Zalone is higher than the world. And Jay Horror. So thank you, everyone. Jay Mysterio. Jay Mysterio. Thank you, everyone who supports the Patreon. Anyone who supports more than $10 goes in the running for a free t-shirt giveaway. Any podcast, any shirt, any, sh- uh, any color you could pick, that's all on there. Also, from now to the end of February, anyone who donates even at the dollar level is in the running to win the Banging Beers Colster, and we will throw some stickers in there. So even if you're not a beer fan, you can put anything in this, keep your can cold. And there's any 16 ounce can. Any 16 ounce can. And we will also throw stickers from every other podcast that we own or anything we have laying around, and we'll throw it in there for extra giveaway. Uh, So thank you guys so much. Tornado Tag Podcast. We'll see you next Thursday. Seven ish o'clock because we always say seven and we go live at seven oh five. Wonderful. Six oh five. We should do seven oh five. Seven oh five. All right, there it is. I don't know time. Seven oh five. There's a lot of uh, wrestling podcasts going on right now, so if you want to go check them out, please do so. Uh, but we'll see you guys next time. We're out of here. Oh.